This is Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free and bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, freetalklive.com is the place to go. The call, uh, calls are what the show's about, if you make them. Otherwise, we talk about things interesting to us. And from now, uh, t- time and time again, we will get to emails when we get a chance. And Mark, you've been hanging on to at least one or two emails here all week long. So what do you want to share with well, us? This one's actually relatively new. It's uh, discussing what uh, the, the, the talk of sab- uh, people who work for the federal government sabotaging, as you uh, the term you'd you, It was actually talk of uh, people working for any government sabotaging the okay. government. I think you used federal a couple of times, but fine. I, I understand what you're saying. So this is from uh, David. Mark, I, can't, I couldn't believe that Ian was suggesting government employees, particularly at the uh, state and local levels, you and I, by the way, disagreed on this, should do anything more uh, to sabotage the government than what they're already doing on a daily basis. Government will not shrink or dissolve itself because uh, if it becomes too costly. It will, all it will do is raise taxes. As a, as a resident of Chicago, Illinois, I'm witnessing this in action. The government is talking about raising the income tax by 50% or more because of budget deficits. It's also talking about putting cameras on stoplights, not only to catch people running them, that's, it's already doing that, but to uh, catch people driving without insurance. This is also on top of the combined 10.5% sales tax in Chicago. I'm uh, also glad that I'm not a homeowner because they're raising property taxes even as uh, values go down. And this is happening nationwide. The you know municipalities, they can't print money like the federal government can, so they're just raising property taxes. Okay. Uh, because in the values of homes going down, they've gotten fat on those, you know, half a decade of uh, the the housing bubble, and they want that money to continue. Meanwhile, our roads, sidewalks look as if they're uh, struck by meteors, and Patrick Chicago um, uses frequently last only a day or two. The government is falling to, uh, failing to provide the most basic of services, and somehow manages to spend more and more um, on failure every year. Sabotaging the government by making it more wasteful is only inviting more tyranny into your life through increased taxes, enforcement, and regulations. Yeah, I see where he's coming from on that, but I just love the idea of making it even more difficult for them to do what they do and increasing. I think I don't think there's anything wrong with increasing their costs, Mark. I mean, again, I'll bring up the point I did last night, and now that Dale's here, I'd like to get his thoughts on this. But we have had activists here in New Hampshire who have been given tickets and normally most people would pay the tickets, but these activists have gone in, they've demanded a trial, they've gone to trial, and then they've told the judge, I'm not paying. Now, that means that the government had to spend a certain amount of money to uh, to put on that trial, to have the, the prosecuting attorney there and, and do those things. And, and presuming these things went even further, as they may in the future, to a, a jury trial, there will be a significant expense uh, involved in that. Jury trials, from what I understand, cost at least $1,000 just to, you know, to kind of uh, send out the jury notices and things like that and bring the jurors in and pay them. And so that's a costly endeavor as well. So I guess my question again is... I don't have is, a problem with that to me that's well wait a minute i thought that's going to raise the cost of the government they're going to raise taxes as a result i think standing for uh you know standing up for yourself and taking them through the criminal process is is a fine thing to do Mm -hmm. however you know sabotage has the sound of breaking things destroying things making things go boom 
Do you understand? Yeah. Like that's that's what that sounds like. And uh, you know, people get hurt when things go boom. That's one of the it reasons. It doesn't have to be, be things going boom. It could be uh, you know taking an AC adapter from the back of a computer somewhere. You know, that's the police stealing. computer you system. That? I'm not saying you'd steal it. You could take it and put it in a closet somewhere so they wouldn't know it's where it is. It's still stealing if you don't keep it on you. It's still stealing. Hey, these are people that work for the government, Mark. They steal on a daily basis. So what's one uh, AC adapter? You know, I, I right. just don't understand how you can abandon your principles like that. Uh, these are people that are working for the government. I'm not working for the government, so I'm not abandoning advocating principle. Theft? I'm not advo- I'm not advocating they there, do anything. You tell them not I'm advocating to... they sabotage the internal workings of the state. That's what I'm advocating. Sabotage has the they sound of something with, that goes boom. They can uh, come up with whatever they want for that. I, I think I'm somewhat concerned about the image that it gets for us. I've heard, like, I occasionally hear people talking I'm about... With you. About the whole notion of, of sabotage and everything, but um, I do. I, it does concern me in that we're trying to be very clear about who is the perpetrator and who who are the victims, and uh, so I think it's important that we kind of stay clean in a way, you know, clean in a moral sense, not in their. Well, wait term. a minute. We're talking about people working for the government. Wouldn't you say they already have their hands dirty? They, yeah, they absolutely do, but is I don't there, necessarily so want to be just like them. You know, is there anybody that you, know you want the wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, hold on. I'm talking with Dale here. I'm talking with Dale right now. Uh, wait a minute, Dale. I'm not saying you should be like them. What no. we're talking about is people working within bureaucracy, doing things inside the bureaucracy. As you know, it's their job to be there. Oh, you're They're talking about working. political sabotage. I don't someone know whatever who, kind of sabotage. Who runs for office. Every with, time somebody you know, says sabotage, I'm going to say boom. <laughs> okay. How fine. about gumming well, up I, the works, Mark? The, po- How about the political that? game, they made all the rules, and you can go in there and play it strictly by their rules, and uh, how can you call that sabotage? I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't. You can do it. Like Again, if you were, for instance, you were talking about people running in Keene who were uh, openly voluntarious, you know, apolitical in nature, and have uh, every intention uh, to constantly fight any sort of expansion and uh, while they, you know, while they're in there, and use that platform as a voice for volunteerism, and uh, that to me doesn't even sound like. I mean, it's it's sort of like sabotage, but it's it not, is in a way. But it it's is. not. It's strictly playing by their rules. I mean, they That's made up true. these bizarre. Uh, screwed up rules of democracy in the first place. So. I think I think sabotage can range from what you're describing, and that is using the rules of the system to gum up the system, to all the way to you know doing something to damage an internal uh, device that they might have within the government structure. Boom. I mean, Mark, are you saying that it would be would are you saying it would be wrong for somebody who's in the military? Now we've talked about how the military has uh, these these weapons, the like the death ray, that the heat ray thing, that this it's like the satellite dish on top of a truck that if they aim it at you, it feels like your skin's on fire. Yeah. Now, would it be wrong? Would it be morally wrong? Since you were talking about how oh, it's so wrong to go and take an AC adapter from a government facility. That's what I was saying, jackass. Yeah, that is what you were saying. So would it be I wrong? Was just like this too. So would it be wrong for somebody who is in the military who might have access to the heat ray truck? to go in and say pull a circuit board out from the unit before there was going to be some sort of uh, some protest going on? No, that would be a, a moral thing to do. Why? It's stealing. It's uh, because that that we- that's a weapon used to hurt people. But it, but so it's stealing. Almost Mark. everything the state does is used to hurt if, people in some way or another, or to you know. And if you believe in one, the would have to of, make those the, that assessment for oneself um, to decide whether or not that you know one is going. It, it, I don't have a problem with breaking things that are going to hurt people. I see. So there goes your moral system, Mark, right out the window. That's not my morals. My moral system says that you don't hurt people um, that haven't initiated force on you. And if you've seen them use this, you know, this sound wave thing that uh, that they have mm-hmm. to uh, to hurt people. 
people, I, I, you know, the innocent people, then I don't have a problem with somebody gumming that up. So now I you can. are in favor of sabotage. I can't argue the morality of it. I, in some <laughs> cases, in some cases, I would argue it in terms of. I would argue against it in terms you, of is it actually going to be be beneficial in the long run because it's, it's sort if of it makes us look like these if it makes us look like vandals or something right. like that then it's that's going to hurt us in the long run. It's an initiation of force issue. Which one's which? What came first? Is it okay, Ian? For um, is it initiation of force for me to to take my gun out um, if if I had one and uh, walk down the streets of Keene and shoot the first cop I see? I would say that that's debatable. I would not advocate violence. I don't, I don't advocate breaking things that haven't been used to hurt people. The government apparatus is used to hurt people, Mark. Are you saying there's something wrong with gumming it up in any way you possibly can? And yes. by the way, it's not it, something that would be done on an Dale's open basis. From Dale's point of view, it's a, you know, it's it, a PR issue. It would not be, it's not a PR issue because it's done uh, covertly. The sabotage is done covertly. You do it under the cover of darkness. You do it without telling anybody. The advocation of it isn't done covertly because you keep, you know, you you advocated it on the show. You brought it back up, and now we're talking about it again. I brought it up. Somebody called to advocate it, and I said I didn't think that was a bad idea. Oh, and that's okay. What's wrong with it? (laughs) I'm telling you, breaking things that aren't yours in order to, you know, just to just unless it's a weapon. A weapon, you know, a weapon goes into a different category to some extent. Well, what if it is yours? What do you mean? Well, I mean, the taxpayers paid for all that, right? Isn't it? Is it because uh, it's self-defense? If you're, in a way, you're protecting innocent people by disabling the microwave gun. I, I would say that that's that's a better um, excuse than most. Well, if it's what if it's a, a policeman's radar gun that's used to extract revenue from innocent people that haven't actually had that's any a good one. And that's the police. Uh, that then who's so? gonna, who's going to sabotage it? Well, mate, what if the you know what if the policemen themselves or, or certain policemen themselves have a liberty perspective and they're secretly like you know what I'm not gonna you know charge this person with a ticket or whatever is that sabotage? Yeah, is that sabotaging the system? I think it's bad. It's a bad uh, you know public relations stance. You don't think police should it. avoid giving people tickets now? Is that what you're saying? He was just talking about giving somebody a ticket. That's not what I said. You said it was bad public relations. It's a bad public relations uh, stance. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, including the Shrine of Female listeners. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo uh, to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. Get on the list for free. Or not list, rather, but get up on that site and see what it's all about free over at shrine.freetalklive.com. We're talking about sabotage. And, Mark, uh, you brought it back up tonight. I don't know why you keep going boom, because sabotage has nothing specific to do with blowing things up. The dictionary definition is any underhand interference with production, work, etc., in a plant factory, etc., as by enemy agents during wartime or by employees during a trade dispute. Definition two, any undermining of a cause. So it doesn't necessarily have to do synonyms, disable, vandalize, cripple. It doesn't necessarily have to do with going boom. And as I pointed out last night, and you keep insisting that I'm talking about sabotaging the federal government, I pointed out last night that that would be kind of pointless because the feds can just keep on printing out money, whereas local governments and state governments, they have a very finite amount of money with which uh, to be dealing with. 
Now, Mark, the the real reason uh, you're taking such a defensive stance on this, in my opinion, is because you're paranoid. Uh, there was apparently some sign-ups last night on the, or recently, I guess, on the Free Talk Live bulletin board system, which allegedly came from the Department of Justice. And so you believe that essentially uh, that my getting on the air and talking about how I don't think it's a bad idea for government people who are already on the inside of the state to gum up their operations via uh, being saboteurs from the inside. And you're saying that that's somehow a crime. You're saying that that's criminal, a criminal act? Um, you know, from, from a moral stance, a criminal act? From the government stance. Well, sure. It's a, a, it, what is it? What crime? Yeah. Breaking things that belong to the government? Well, no, no, no. You're saying I, I committed a crime. Oh, right? Because you're scared they're going to... Advocating breaking things that belong to the government. I'm sure that they have some crime like that. And, I, you know, I've, you, you know that they make all this stuff up. Now, right, they have crimes on. like treason. We're, we're, we're proceeding on a false premise here. Okay, first off, yes, there have been 52 sign-ups in the last three days from the Department of Justice. Allegedly. Uh, okay. I, I mean, you stick your head For in the sand you if you want. For all you know, someone's spoofing it. Who knows? It, stick your head in the sand if you want. That's fine. Um, however... Right, the sign-ups were names like ZXYGR312. I'm not sure why it would be that someone from the Department of Justice would sign up for a forum under some garbage nickname and draw attention to himself. Doesn't make much sense to me. Especially when the why forum... Why is that drawing attention to himself? Maybe he's just going to read... You can read the forum without signing up. Oh. There's nothing There's nothing restricted on the forum except for the AMP-only forum, and if you just sign up, you can't get into that. Right, okay. So, now, however, at, at, um, was when I disagreed with it last night, was I, was I uh, paranoid because of that? I mean, I disagreed last night vehemently. Is that you correct? You did disagree last night, Okay, yeah. and, and did I know that Tonight you're scared, though. Tonight I can tell you're scared. I'm not scared. You said they're going to break in here. Um, you said they're going to kick in the door and take us away. I, I'm, I'm telling you if, yeah. uh, that I believe it's another step along the line of uh, you know you being declared. I also terrorist. advocate secession, Mark. That's treasonous, no, isn't no, it? No, no, it's not. Standing no? there saying that we should that a, a state should secede from the union, I don't consider that's not treasonous. I don't think so. No, I bet you it is. Somebody may decide it's that. It's against the United States. Abraham Lincoln it? thought it was treasonous, apparently. Well, isn't that against the United States, the idea of secession? You know, I'm not here to, to uh, make that definition, but I do think that it is the right of a state to do, to do that. So how could people in the state not talk about it before a state decided to do it? Still treasonous. I, I, from what I from what I understand, yeah, neither so, one of us being lawyers, um, and treason not having a lot I, of case law in, in the first place. I do think we should probably take some reasonable... Uh, make some reasonable attempt to distinguish ourselves from cause they want to classify us as like violent people or anything like that and so and what you're describing it doesn't certainly doesn't sound violent but but that uh but they distort things you know they control sure they a lot do. of the media they tell it to the jury you know 1-800-259-9231 your thoughts on sabotage dave in new york you're on free talk live evening fellas what's on your mind tonight dave I wish to clarify that I was not advocating burning down a police officer's house. You cut my audio off midstream before I said squad car when it was parked in his driveway, which is not a good thing either. But when I get compared to Timothy McVeigh and accused of wanting to burn people's children, that's a little bit offensive. Plus, I challenge anyone to look at the video of the OKC bombing on that day and tell me that there was not Two bombs in the building put there by the FBI. Case in point. What does that have to do with uh, sabotage? Are you saying the FBI was sabotaging itself? Or no, what? that has nothing to do with sabotage. I'm pissed that I was compared to Timothy McVeigh after getting my audio stream cut off and told that I was going to that I was trying to say burn the house down when I was literally saying burned his squad car up. 
I don't remember. I don't really remember. I don't remember that. any of that, honestly. You cut I mean, off my audio after I said throw a Molotov cocktail into the. Then my audio was cut off. Then you filled in my the rest of the blanks by saying house, and then comparing me to Timothy, Timothy McVeigh, and then dropped my line. Don't remember any of it happening. Don't dude. remember any. Sorry about that. Must well, have been you me. Check the audio stream. We'll I don't want to check it. the audio stream. <laughs> Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's continue and talk to Alex in New Jersey. Alex, you're on Free Talk Live. I think what happened was he sounded like he was advocating violence, and he was, uh, whether it's into the house or into the car. And, right. And uh, we don't advocate those sorts of things on this show. So, Ian, um, you were talking just two minutes ago. You said that uh, it was debatable whether that someone could randomly shoot a keen cop. Yep, that's pretty and much I think that it's, it's important to say that there's a gray area right now. It's not black and white. I would say that we're not at the point where there are SS guards taking people away, in which case it would be morally justified to shoot and kill them. However, we're not at that point yet. And what I would say is that it's morally justif- justified to socially ostracize them. And if a Absolutely. cop was being mugged, if a cop was being mugged, we would look the other way and just ignore it and let it happen. I think we are at that point, but I, I don't agree. think we are at the point to just randomly kill people because there is a, a gray area. Um, Ian clearly whole, doesn't uh, think that either. Yeah, I, I, I think that's an important thing to have in mind is where is the line? At what, well, you know, when they're loading people onto trains or, you know, at what point do we say, oh, okay, now, we, it, now it's an act of self-defense, you know, as opposed to, uh, you know, I really, really, very much do not think violence is going to get us uh, any more freedom. See, this is the uh, part. That, this is the part that, that bothers me. Wait, wait, before you go on, Alex, this is the part that bothers me with what Ian's saying. It's the incongruity of it. You, Ian, say that you don't believe in violence um, to, I don't. to solve the problems, but then you say, "I love the idea of sabotaging the government." It's now, not violent. T- turning, the, using the term "gum up," like I, you know, it's it, it's let's loaded, man. Whatever, dude. Yeah, the, the definition of sabotage is pretty clear. It's uh, any underhand interference with production work, et cetera, and undermining of a cause. Yeah, d- d- so, I'm sorry. That's just not going to cut it, man. It's not violent. Sabotage brings up the uh, the, the Smedley Butler, the, the, the little guy. <laughs> I see where with you're the, coming with from. The, with the uh, curly mustache and the, the top yeah. hat. You know, but he's made it along. clear that that's not what he's talking about. I mean, you said boom whenever he said sabotage. No one had ever but suggested. that's a Hollywood right. action movie version of sabotage. Right. Nobody, <laughs> the definition of a word is what uh, somebody believes the definition of the word yeah. is. If they believe that what you're saying, you know, if, if they can paint a picture, somebody can paint a picture of what you're saying as, you know, killing a busload of cops, kids. Well, then that's what it means to them, man. Well, I don't that's think they not can what we have picture after, after all this discussion. Have. I don't think we they can have that picture. Okay, we're talking over one another here. Hang on, uh, Alex. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I've made it very clear I'm not in favor of violence, so I'm not sure how anybody could conflate. Sounds like you're backtracking to me with the sabotage. I'm not talk. backtracking. Sabotage does not, in, does not in any way connotate violence. It does in your mind, Mark, but that's your problem. 800-259-9231. Your uh, your thoughts, your comments. This is Free Talk Live. Government officials like to think they know better than the rest of us. They tell us what we can buy and when we can buy it. Everything from guns and booze to cold medicine and cigarettes. Now they've gone even farther. Cities across the country are now trying to tax and ban bottled water. That's right. Simple, no alcohol, no caffeine, no calorie bottled water. They say it's wasteful and buying it is, quote, stupid. But who are they to decide? If politicians decide you shouldn't even be able to buy bottled water, what's next? Visit us at enjoybottledwater.org and sign the petition to keep the nanny state out of our water bottles. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free, bring up anything, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us, including updates. Get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on the list free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. The Institute for Humane Studies is offering 12 different seminars this summer in locations across the country. Participation is free, and the IHS covers meals and housing. Seminars are for those simply curious about libertarian philosophy to those passionate about liberty, even those who want career advice, networking opportunities, and lectures relevant to each career path. Go to libertarianseminars.com and register today. Deadline is March the 31st. That's libertarianseminars.com. 800-259-9231. Back to Alex in New Jersey on the amp line. Alex, go ahead with your thoughts. Hey, um, you were just talking about the Department of Justice, too, on the Free Talk Live website. Um, I think it's important to realize that we have really nothing to hide. Um, If they want to find out everything, we shouldn't try and and keep secrets because then you have the whole uh, trust issue. Oh, who can you trust? Who can't you trust? And then it pits people against each other. And if there's one thing that the CIA is very good at, and it's intelligence and spies and, you know, covert, you know, everything. So, you know, mm-hmm. if, people, if the CIA wants to try and implant people inside the Free State Project, let them do it. Just uh, sure. always remember that you are an individual, and as soon as you start having alliances getting formed, they can take us, they can pit us against each other, and then we'll start fighting, and then an organism at war with itself is doomed. I do think the movies make the CIA look more effective than they really are, though. (laughs) I I agree with you, um, Alex. I I think you're right. However, once they make a covert op, they're going to charge someone for something. And if the best they can do is find somebody who's inciting um, riotous behavior or something like that, that's going to be the guy they haul in. If it's a provocateur, you mean? Yes. Well, you see, that's that's the problem is that if as long as we all um, act as individuals, then each individual would be responsible for their actions and not the Free State Project. You know what I mean? Which is why it's so important to have good PR because then you know everyone will get a bad idea of what FSP is about, and then it leads to very bad things. All right, Alex. So thanks. As long as, yeah. as long as we don't, you know, act in teams. As long as we don't have um, get too big of groups together. Um, as long as we just maintain our individual, you know, human sovereignty, then we'll be good. And they can't try and pit us against each other. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So we started out talking about the idea of sabotage. Scott is in Washington. He's got a comment on that. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, yeah, that, that uh, one caller was talking about burning up a squad car in a driveway. Mm-hmm. I, I had a little different uh, idea. Uh, the old banana in the tailpipe trick. What's that do? Uh, well, just it shuts. Remember um, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, where Eddie Murphy Vaguely. stuffs the uh, bananas in the tailpipe, the car won't run? Apparently that doesn't do any real damage, any long-term yeah, damage. Yeah, it, it just temporarily won't start. So, yeah, I don't know. but, you know, it's an irritation. That's a pretty good one. Low-key low sabotage. See, this, is, this is what I'm trying to point out here, is, Ian, you don't advocate high-level sabotage. If I were... High-level meaning what? 
hurting people, and that's the okay. thing. If like setting a squad car on fire in somebody's driveway, that's what the gentleman um, you know had said previously. I mean, what if the guy's got a propane tank along the side of his house? It goes but, boom, but, and it kills his family. I thought Ian spoke out against that. Yeah, actually. I did. I don't I know why you keep guy. putting words in my because mouth, Mark. I just we we just need to be clear. That's all I want. Well, you're here. the one who keeps Clarity. putting words in my mouth. I've made it very clear that I don't support violence. I'm certainly not putting the word sabotage in your mouth, or I love it. Well, I do like the idea of uh, increasing their costs and increasing their the amount of hassle they have to deal with in order to do their job. How about you and I make a deal? How about you say, gum up the works, instead of sabotage from here on out? Scott, any other thoughts for us tonight? Uh, no, that was about it. Just, you know, I, I, I don't advocate violence either. Very good, sir. But, you know, yes. to irritate them. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for the call tonight. And I had suggested earlier, you know, taking an AC adapter from an important piece of equipment in the government bureaucracy is not anything that would cost any significant amount, but it sure could cause a lot of inconvenience if they have to use that piece of equipment for something, you know, important, like trans, a transmitter or something like that. Take an AC adapter. It, you know, AC adapters cost 10 bucks or 3 bucks or something like that. And put it in the closet and make them look for it for, for three hours. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I'm not talking about anything that has to do with violence or explosions or anything like that. I think a person, uh, you know, a person uh, who decides to take a job in the federal government should try to do their job well, morally, and via the Constitution. Okay. So that's what I think. So you don't think they should do anything to gum things up unless it has to do with a, a heat ray gun or some other weapon that that they can disable. I think they should, uh, you know, according to the Constitution, I think you're well within constitutional bounds to uh, to disa- disable a mechanism that is used to hurt people that now, have not hurt anyone. What if the OK, so how about the government? As it's, uh, itself is a mechanism that is used to hurt people, and most of the government is unconstitutional. So you said that you believe that a government employee should do things to support the Constitution. So therefore, if you're working for a bureaucracy that is unconstitutional, which is pretty much all of them, if you're working for that bureaucracy, then what's wrong with uh, the little bit of gumming up the works? You know, it's not, it's, it really the gumming up doesn't bother me. It's the advocating it that bothers me. The advocating... You, advocating it on the air. That's now what bothers me. So now you're saying just advocating a little gumming up the works is bothering you. First it was advocating violence, which I wasn't doing at any point. Now you're saying it's just advocating that somebody, you know, take an AC adapter. You're saying that's wrong. I don't, so, the AC adapter thing I just don't like for some reason. Well, I mean, I, I can see where you're coming from in that it seems like stealing, but again, the AC adapter was stolen in the first place. It was stolen with taxpayer dollars, which are, that's stolen money. A lot money. of taxpayer dollars aren't stolen, though. They're given, and money's fungible. Fungible? What does that mean? That means that you can apply money in uh, whatever direction. If I paid uh, $10 to the federal government in taxes last year, and I did it willingly, mm-hmm. then they can claim that that $10 for that AC adapter is willingly given. Fungible. And I could claim that uh, if they stole money from me, then that was a stolen AC adapter. And also, again, the point is that uh, the entire co- government at the federal level and uh, in many state government bureaucracies are completely unconstitutional. So there's what's where, what is the immorality of gumming up their works? Hmm? 1-800-259-9231. If you want to comment on this or bring up whatever you want, we go to Randy in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Randy. Hi, guys. Uh, listen, I, I just wanted to point something out to you guys. Uh, it's, it's quite a critical little comment one of you guys made. Uh, it, you were talking about some evil, sneaky little guy crawling in the bushes, uh, and, you, and you said Schmedley Butler. Did I have that now, wrong? Now, listen, do you know who he is? Or who, who oh, he I was? said Smedley Smed- Butler. Smedley Butler's the, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, the World War II. Who's, who's the Smedley 
guy on Snidely, deadly, deadly well, yeah, you might have, listen you might have been thinking about Snidely whiplash that's but what I was you thinking said Smedley Butler, right. okay he's a 40-year retired marine he's a two-time congressional medal of honor winner yep and and you guys talk about not wanting to rattle the boat well, well, the one gentleman who made that comment, you, you just pissed off the entire United States Marine Corps, sir. Look I suggest you apologize on air publicly to those guys right now. Well, I I'm not going to apologize to any Marines. However, I will apologize to the uh, descendants of uh, Smedley Butler because he's long dead, unfortunately. Well, well, I have well, a great deal way, of respect for him. By, by the way, he wrote a book called well, War is a Racket. War is a Racket. Okay, I suggest everybody read it because it basically, after spending his entire career in the Marine Corps, he realized that most of the time the United States military is used uh, for to, to, as a corporate mercenary group. He realized that. He wrote the book. I suggest everybody read it. But really, I, I, I think the Marine Corps, I'm not a Marine. I have never been. I, I really think it would be appropriate for a public apology to the United States. I just United made States a public Marine apology. Corps. I'm not the gonna, Marine Corps. The Marine Corps, the Marine Corps. Who cares well, about okay, them? They're well, a bunch well, of paid well, killers. I'm pretty sure they don't like us already. Yeah, the, the Marine. Before you go on, I'm sorry for besmirching the name of a good man like uh, Smedley. Uh, excuse me, uh, Smedley Butler. However, that's, that's all I asked for, sir. Right. Thank what you, you so asked is you asked time. me to apologize to the Marine Corps, as though the Marine Corps has somehow been. It, it's just a group. Uh, doesn't exist. It's a name. Um, no. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 you try telling that to a Marine. I'm telling you, I'm not I know, a they're, they're, they're very... I've never been in the military. Oh, I just wanted to point out that correction. All right, thanks That's for the call, the dude. The Marine Corps doesn't exist. There's a concept called the Marine Corps, but there are only individuals. There are uh, vehicles and buildings and things like that, but the concept is just, uh, it's just out there. So how can you apologize to something that doesn't even exist? 800-259-9231. That's the number. You dial in. Bring up whatever you want. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free and bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, And if you like the show, by the way, you can help support Free Talk Live by learning how to promote the program. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Lots of different ways. Many of them are completely free or very low cost to help you get Free Talk Live on more radio stations and on more people's mp3 players go to promote.freetalklive.com and see what that's all about that's promote.freetalklive.com and you know email's not secure but privacy's dead anyway right wrong introducing privacyharbor.com an easy to use secure email alternative sign up for a free account today at privacyharbor.com because normal email is not secure that's privacyharbor.com as uh, before we continue dale you had a couple comments you wanted to make about this whole marine corps thing yeah, i want to publicly insult the marine corps <laughs> um in case anyone wants to call in and tell me that i should apologize i'm going to publicly insult them i i, I i'm going to insult them for doing dui checkpoints in california we're going to insult them for uh, participating in aggressive wars when they shouldn't be. Yeah, Didn't they swear uh, an oath to the Constitution? Yeah, I think they're violating That's their the oath funny part about the... Uh, the I'm the, just the, not impressed. The indignation that went on with the last call. And, you know, I, I, under, I got it wrong. He's right. I got it wrong, and, and I'm supposed to be called on that. However, the, uh, the indignation was that, uh, you know, Smedley Butler, two-time uh, Medal of Honor winner, 
stood against, you know, said that war was a racket. And so the Marines that have all joined, that are listening, likely have all joined after Smedley Butler made that statement. He's dead that now. Book. It's, it's yeah, a ridiculous been, thing to ask of you to say, because he happened to be a Marine, that you have now insulted all Marines. That's incredibly collectivist. It is collectivist. Uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. And, uh, and and he's just he was just being silly. I think he did retract it toward the end of the call there. He was kind of subtle about it. But I think he said, yeah, okay, you apologized to the person whose yes, name you got wrong. And, uh, and I think the caller essentially retracted that. But it was pretty ridiculous in the first place. But the, it's the, it's part of their identity, Dale, and that's why they get so upset about yeah. this. You know, yeah, they, and that's they, another thing to insult them for, that they have this very collectivist <laughs> identity. Be individuals, for crying out but it loud. Was being I know out they've been them. brainwashed from boot right. camp to be collectivist and to You were in the Navy, right? As, yeah, I was. Did they do that to you in the Navy? Oh, this, it's the, the, boot, the brainwashing is amazing. There's a, there's a part in the Navy and boot camp where they work you out really hard. Uh, I can't remember the event exactly. You're working out really hard until you're sweating. Literally, mm-hmm. there's like a pool of sweat all across the, the the floor and a room full of 80 people and they're doing jumping jacks and they're doing push-ups and you're exhausted. And and then they play the, uh, the I'm proud to be an American and bring in the American oh, flag. Gosh. And everyone's crying. You can't help it. You're, you know, everyone's crying. Because you're so exhausted. And, you're, and now you're like... Yeah, I mean, it's a brainwashing tactic. They do it wow. all through boot camp, all kinds of brainwashing tactics. And we didn't fight. You know, In the Navy, you, weren't, you run equipment. Your job is to run big right. equipment, submarines and, and engine rooms and big you know, things guns like that. Go, huge guns that go boom and yeah. shoot to projectiles 15 miles or something. Right. You're, you're, it's not that personal level of killing that you have to teach people to do that's against their nature. Yeah. It's, it's actually very much against human nature to, to kill another person. Uh, I don't so, know about that. Well, it's. I'm not saying that people don't do it. Obviously, they do. I'm just saying, generally speaking, it's very difficult for one person to kill another person. I'd say it's against human nature. Most, otherwise, we'd have a lot more killing going on. Yeah, there's we, a lot of killing. We survived this long. We evolved this long. The, right? the, the, the purpose <laughs> of the, uh, the the male of the species is to kill things. Sorry, and not the, necessarily other human beings. Yeah, yeah right. it is. Well, not it's. I, and that's uh, not I don't our want to purpose go now. I'm getting sidetracked. I, I, I would agree but, with you, but however, what, what you have is you have an old uh, mechanism I, for a new new job. I'm saying this was a problem that the military discovered in the process in the last in, in the last big wars that we've had. Uh, maybe in the, it's just only been decades that they learned how to train people to kill because generally speaking, most of the people out there never shot a single person. Right. Uh, and and they discovered that 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 there was this disinclination not to, about killing people, and they uh, established procedures to brain wash people into not thinking and to just pulling the trigger and and it's very you know you can a, you can ask some of our local uh, keniacs who have been in the military they'll tell you all about it you know what what makes the gra- what makes the green grass grow blood blood bright red blood makes the green grass go- grow God. and that's, that's one what of they the chant. yeah they chant this in the military Sick. they teach them to yes, it is. to uh to be bold about killing and to and to glorify it but i'm a bad guy cuz i advocated someone take an ac adapter uh we can uh continue with your call steve in south carolina you're on free talk live hello steve hi ian hi dale hi mark hey, i've hey. got two points to make okay uh, one you know, I've been listening to you guys for quite a while, and um, I have never heard internal bickering between you two. Never? You haven't been listening yeah. that long. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we do for thinking. a living. <laughs> I mean, you guys are really hammering each other. <laughs> that's what we do for a living. I, you know, I, that, that really, we do that. I Mark do it has, off the air, too. Mark has pissed me off so much in the past, I've turned his microphone off. And it's actually genuine, even though it is really good for ratings, I think. Yeah, it is genuine. He's being a real jerk. I'm sitting right here, and I'm telling you, it seems very genuine. (laughs) Yeah, I also noticed that you guys have a 30-second delay on now. 
No, it's not, not 30, 30 seconds. It's like probably like 7 or 8. No, actually, it's a little bit more because as soon as Dale said submarine, I started counting and I did it twice. Are you listening on the Internet? Yep. The, the, internet is, uh, the internet's delay. probably uh yeah, there's there's a thirty second delay just to get the audio to you. That's that's um the internet is actually not receiving the if depending on the stream you're listening to, if you're listening from the Free Talk Live website, then yeah. there is no delay. there's no profanity delay on the internet stream. So if someone lets fly with a profanity, it's gonna go over the internet stream, but there is a delay in operation at the network's uh call center, so it will never make it to the radio stations. Uh oh, what you're okay. hearing well, I mean that's fine. I, I have no problem with it. Just let me give you a brief technical expl- explanation of what you're hearing. The streams originate from on um, the Free Talk Live streams originate from this studio. They then bounce out to our server in Texas, wherever the hell that is, and then it's served out to the end user. So you've got several instances of buffering there. The stream has to buffer out to the server, and then it has to buffer uh, out to the end user, and that process takes approximately 30 seconds. Standard stuff. I I understand. There you go. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a technician anyway. I work on a help desk, and there was a couple of things I wanted to mention about it. It was like, well, we're talking about gumming up the works. Um, there's one that's really hilarious. It takes place in uh, Denver, Colorado. It's called the website is down.com. You just go and look at that. It's just funny if you're a technician. Down.com? The website is down.com. The website is down.com. All one word, yeah. Gotcha. And uh, the other thing, too, is, you know, even being a help desk technician, I actually have a network a command line that I could use called Shutdown. Mm-hmm. And I can use a GUI interface, which or GUI interface. And what I can do is I can take all the work servers in my company and line them up. And then I can say that the time is zero seconds, and I can shut every one of them down. With, a, with the press of a button. Oh, yes, with a, definitely with a press of a button. I can sit there. I can add every one of my workstations, my work servers into this window, and then I can say zero seconds. I can hit enter, and they're gone. So you're saying that this might be one uh, way for someone to gum up the works within a government bureaucracy is to essentially just shut down uh, the servers. It doesn't cost them anything to get them back online except time, and they're already paying the IT guy a salary. So he's oh, running around trying to fix things while you know things aren't uh, things aren't playing out the way they would normally play out in that in that particular time frame. Yeah. So all the alerts go out. It's like, oh my God, the servers are going down. It's like, what happened? Well, wouldn't uh, they're down? Somebody has to physically go turn them back on. Wouldn't that be best used for some specific instance where, um, you know, rather than just doing any old time? Well, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, if we get a server that is freezing up or is going very slow because some application is just hogging the CPU, then the best thing to do is just go ahead and reboot it. So we can do it remotely. I mean, you know, I can be in South Carolina and I can reboot the server in North Carolina or Texas, or Alabama, or Florida, wherever the case may be, because it, it, all it, if you just type in on the command line, shut yep. down, space, forward slash... I think it's a great walk. idea. Anything else on your mind tonight? No, I was just saying that, you know, gumming up the works and slowing down the process is, I mean, I'm, I'm an advocate for that. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to involve tremendous cost. It doesn't even have to involve any cost. It shouldn't endanger anyone is what um, I I would have to say on it. I would agree with that. I agree. I didn't ever suggest that. that. There is no no endangerment, and that is a very, very good point. 
Uh, it's just, you know, it costs time, and somebody's got to go and turn. Yep. If you and watch the website annoying. is down, you realize this guy is running around trying to figure out which one to turn back on. He has no clue. He's in a room full of computers. He's like, what? what? Which one? <laughs> He's like, this one over there. And the guy's watching him on the cameras going, that one, that one, down. Now go down, that one over there to your left. <laughs> Sounds time-consuming. Thank you, Steve, for the call tonight. Yeah, Mark, I mean, I never suggested anybody get hurt or anybody put anything in danger. You didn't suggest that, no. Okay, I, I, all well, I've ever then, asked there for is clarity I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of the really public sabotage. I, you could call it, I don't even know if you call it that, but... but where you, like, for instance, when you just choose to fight a ticket, and, and this is a revenue generation process, and the people in and they, they have their own budgets and everything that they're trying to stay in line with. And it That's what we're doing here. A lot of people here in New Hampshire are doing that. They're choosing to stand and fight instead of just capitulating, rolling over, and doing whatever it is the government demands. And that is coming up the works, too. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I think we've explained it pretty well at this point. Hour 2 is coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number two of the program. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. The bureaucrats undermine your right to bear arms. Now... They're taxing bottled water. Yeah, that's right. Water. Log on to enjoybottledwater.org and tell them enough is enough. Sign the petition fighting taxes and regulations on bottled water. After all, if they can tax water, what will they do next? That's enjoybottledwater.org. So we uh, continue here. Your phone calls are what the show's about. We'll talk to Puke in New Hampshire on the amp line. Hey, Puke. Hey, Puke. How's it going, guys? What's on your mind tonight? Well, first of all, I want to start off by saying that if anyone insults the military, I sure don't care. I was in the Army for six and a half years, and you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I'm right. not a retard like that aren't, caller. Aren't you going to insist that I apologize to the entire Marine Corps, Puke? Or? <laughs> uh, no, I insist that we make fun of everything and have a sense of humor. And I don't know. If, if something offends me, I just uh, forget about it. I don't hold a grudge like some people. You don't let it burden you like a monkey on your back and bog you down and make you miserable? <laughs> uh, oddly enough, no. It uh, you know, I just it's like water off the duck's back, right? As the saying goes. I think that's a great attitude to have. I think our, there are there's a big problem in this country with Americans who are looking to be offended. I mean, it's like they it's like people want to be offended when they when they see the opportunity to get all riled up about something and they embrace it instead of like I you think say, it's just a tactic. Like, it's a, tact- it's a political tactic. I mean, look, the right does it all the time. The cons- conservatives want to pa- paint. Uh, they want to use the strongest uh, anti-patriot terminology possible to describe liberals or who you know whoever right. they think of as liberal. It's a tactic to to blow it all out of proportion and say to talk about how the Marines have protected you and your rights and you wouldn't be able to have your free speech if not for the Marines and you should go in and thank them that you even have the right to to protest the war in the first place and blah 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 right you wouldn't have your free speech if it weren't for me fighting in the military (laughs) yeah well i also want to especially it's it's so crazy that that guy got so offended because mark had a slip of the tongue and said one name instead of a different one i mean it's not like mark said something specifically against the marines but 
Anyway, I guess some people are just looking for, uh, you know, something to get mad about. Yeah, but, that's uh, that's how I feel the, about the it. The reason that I, that I actually called in was um, you guys have talked about stories about child pornography and stuff like that uh, before. Where, yes. like, uh, you know, they're trying to make things like animated child porn illegal and whatnot. Correct. Drawings. So I an, an uh, experience this last weekend. I went and saw a, a horror movie um, called uh, The Last House on the Left. The original and, uh, or the a remake? Uh, it must be a remake, I guess. It's okay. a brand new film. It was yep. in theater. Yep, they remade um, it. Okay, but uh, anyway, in the in the film, the the you know it's a horror movie and it's really kind of a depressing film. I wouldn't recommend it. But yeah. there's a scene in the movie where the the bad guys have kidnapped these two young girls, and it's it's stated that the the one girl is 17, and and there's a scene where she actually gets raped in the woods by these bad guys. And it's like, you know, while I was watching the film, I was thinking to myself, you know, this this character is supposed to be underage, correct? And she's getting raped, and like the, you know, it's not like graphic penetration or anything, but you do like get to see a bare bottom and stuff. And I was That's thinking, child like, porn. Could, yeah, could everybody in this theater be arrested for watching child pornography? Because people have been arrested for child pornography by just like receiving a text message or having, you know, cartoons or some crazy crap like that. That's why this is such a threat to free speech to even go in that direction of saying even depicting it or talking about it in a story. I mean, how do this is it's yeah, free speech requires us to protect these really really unpopular types of speech and there's no child involved in any of these things. Obviously that was just a depiction and the actress was probably probably 18. almost certainly older than yeah. yeah. So yeah, obviously, but it, I mean, it's it's like, you know, in the film, she's supposed to be underage and everything. So I just I thought that was interesting that basically the government will go after like one or two people when they're trying to, you know, I don't know, get a particular person to send a message. But yet here it is a mainstream film that has things that they would also be classified as child pornography if, you know, the same type of prosecutors wanted to prosecute people for it. I, I think your uh, your analysis is absolutely spot on. In fact, you know, you're right, the, the, uh, the filmmakers could probably point out, well, the actress was 18 at the time of filming, so it's technically not uh, legally child pornography. But since we have, or since the country or the government people have now gone into the realm of thought crime and they've said that, well, pictures of The Simpsons, uh, Bart and Lisa... Having sex is child pornography, and uh, and just yeah. basically pointing out how any sort of depiction of what is intended to be thought of as a child yeah. can be considered child pornography. We've started to see these cases coming up, so I think you're right. I think that if the, if a prosecutor wanted to go after the 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 producer and the director of the of this particular film, maybe even the the cinematographer and, and all the the best boys that were working on the it's set that day, it's usually not the big guys that get screwed over. I mean. That they're, yeah, they're probably true. fine. They're mainstream media. They'll be okay. They're, they're going to go after the little guys that can't afford a lawyer. I mean, justice costs a lot of right. money in this country. So it's true. That's a great point. That's probably why they've uh, they've left them alone at this point. It's much easier to go after somebody like Max Hardcore, who's out uh, producing right, exactly. the extreme level kind of hardcore pornography on the on the fringes of the porn industry, where nobody's going to be. Able, he, even though he made a lot of money doing that, he was pretty much all alone in defending himself, and now he's sitting in a Florida prison. Uh, because he made some videos that – now, he wasn't charged with child pornography, but he was charged with what they call obscenity at the federal level. Right. And so because he made some of offensive videos that people voluntarily chose to purchase, he's a criminal. So you're right. I mean, it's it's just an open door, and it's whoever they want to go after pretty much.
guess. So I just thought I'd make that observation, and you know, I thought it was interesting that just how uh, sort of like how much there is a double standard for everything when it involves the government. They're just so ambiguous, and you just you have no idea. It's completely random. They almost. can't enforce the law consistently, or everybody would be in jail right now. It's so it's the, the law is so yeah, complicated right. and so ridiculous now. Yeah, well, what was it? Somebody was saying the other night, we're all probably breaking five laws just sitting here. Likely. You know? Thank you, Puke, for the call tonight. I appreciate You're hearing welcome. from you. Great points. 800-259-9231. Though some might be curious, uh, what is the Obama administration going to do differently, if anything, in this particular realm of you know prosecuting obscenity? Are they going to continue going after uh, pornographers, as had uh, begun during the Bush administration, or will they kind of let off? Because there are some indicators that a few things will be done differently with the Obama administration, and credit where credit is due... According to the Associated Press, the Attorney General signaled a change on medical marijuana policy on Wednesday, saying federal agents will target marijuana distributors only when they violate both federal and state law. It'll be a departure from the Bush administration, which targeted medical marijuana dispensaries in California, even if they were complying with that state's law. So if the story here is true that they really are going to start respecting state medical marijuana laws and not going go into crippled people's homes and uh, bashing them over the head and throwing them in jail cells and you know doing awful things to people raiding the dispensaries then that's a step in the right direction now that's not to say they won't be taking 10 steps in the uh, the wrong direction they certainly will but if this is true and they do leave the uh, dispensaries out in California alone that's a win I think that, yeah, absolutely. I think that what the politicians are going to do is they're always going to pander to the least common denominator. They're going to try and get the best, you know. And right now, I think mar- medical marijuana is the first step toward people understanding that marijuana is not what reefer madness made it out to be. And so I think the public is there, and they realize that, and yeah. they're just pandering to the to the general consensus. So. It was the number one question on the Obama uh, website after they launched that change.gov website. The number one question was about, hey, what are you going to do to end the, the marijuana, the war on marijuana? And he, he said nothing. So they're going to continue prosecuting the, the war on marijuana. It's just they might leave a few of the, the states alone that have passed the medical marijuana laws, which, by the way, New Hampshire, New Hampshire is right there. Is yeah, close. It's close. The commission, or what was it? What did they, what did they call it? Are they commissions? Committees. Committees. The committee, uh, Health and Services, whatever committee, uh, took a look at it, and they passed the medical marijuana bill by 13 to 7. So a fairly decent margin, and I don't know what it passed by last time, but it's going on to the full New Hampshire State House probably within the next week. And so last time it failed by like seven votes or something like that. So maybe it'll actually go through the House. Of course, I think the governor has sworn to veto it. So I don't know if it's going to do anything, but who knows? Maybe enough phone calls could make a difference. It's certainly possible that this time around, New Hampshire in 2009 could get itself medical marijuana legislation, which, again, a step in the right direction. More on the way. You can bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Features free. Enjoy them on us, including the live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show, dial-up version, and a webcam. All free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Head over to freetalklive.com and find the Adult Friend Finder banner. It's the world's largest adult social networking site, and sex personals 
over 19 million members. Let them help you find that sexy someone to hook up with tonight. Adult Friend Finder. See their banner at freetalklive.com. So we continue with your phone calls. Alex is on the line in Wisconsin. Alex, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, Ian. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, I just thought I'd tell you guys a little story um, about a prison escape, and I'm using that in quotations here in Wisconsin. Um, the Racine Correctional Institute is a medium security and a high security prison, and the medium security prison, the prisoners can basically walk around freely during the day doing whatever they want. They're not confined to their cells at all. And some of them are on a work release program. Mm-hmm. And on this work release program, they can take a bus to work, or they can even have here have family members drive them to and from their jobs. Well, this one prisoner, you know, he's supposed to be at work at 8 o'clock. He's not. They declare an escape. They hmm. have to lock down the entire prison to make it count for everyone. This lockdown took four hours. He was 13 minutes late for work. It is now going to be on his record that he escaped from prison. Oh, my gosh. That should probably be called absconding. Do you use the term absconding uh, for that? I heard I'm, about this. I'm trying to remember where I heard about this story, and it's so I ridiculous. I actually wrote it on your wall, Dale. Ah, okay. Facebook? Facebook. Okay. So, um, like, yeah. I, there, there's, there needs to be a distinction made between escape and absconding. They are two different charges with two different levels of conviction and time and that kind of thing. Like, you don't go... Uh, escaping doesn't go on your record. It's a second-degree felony. Um, it, you know, you get 10 years for escaping. So mm-hmm. I don't know that necessarily if it's going on his record that this guy was considered to have escaped. Now, certainly there was uh, the bureaucrats may have overreacted for the guy being 13 minutes late or anything, but I, I think the distinctions need to be made. Well, from what I understand, it is going on his record, and now all the privileges he had, granted, he's in prison. I didn't think people in prisons were supposed to have all these privileges, but whatever, that's what they want to spend my money on. I guess that's okay right, with them. It's not escaping if you didn't... Uh, if, you know, didn't if, make it over the wall? Right. If you didn't uh, get charged with escape, it's not escape. Do you understand? He didn't escape. He absconded, and therefore he got a disciplinary report, and his disciplinary report can result in him getting some privileges taken away, and likely that's what happened. Well, now he's in the high security area of the prison where he's locked down all the time. They can do that, right, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. They've just changed his uh, they've they've uh, changed his uh, security rating or whatever. I mean, you were saying the other night that they would threaten you with that. I mean, if they if you Anything. called the guy officer or you called the, what did you call this? Called, one of the COs. Called by his first name. Yeah, you called a CO his first name, and he said he could have uh, put you in max for that. So there you go, Alex. Just, any other thoughts? No, I just thought it was an interesting story that I wanted to share with you guys. I'm glad you did. I thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, so lots to talk about here. Uh, the real key with uh, you know uh, convicts being treated unfairly is just get out of their system, guys. You know, that's what you need to do. Get off probation, get out of prison, and, you know, leave it all behind. Do whatever you've got to do to get out, because the fact is they can do what they want when you're inside of their system. There's no and doubt about that. We're all in it a little bit. You're just in it more, I think, once you get into that whole process. A lot you know? more. Because yeah. they can write whatever rules they want and then decide that we've broken it and take our freedom away. This Absolutely. Is what I was talking about how 
we're 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 really we're we're slaves to that system already, and we just become more. So they're 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 arbitrarily allowing us however much freedom they decide to allow us to have. That's why I say they could come here anytime they want to and come and get me for whatever it is they wanted to get me for. You know, if they if that's what they wanted to do, they could do it tomorrow. They could do it a week from now. They could do it two years from now. They could do it twenty years from now. Hopefully, the federal government will be dissolved in twenty years. But uh, if they <laughs> want you, then they'll come up with something. They'll come up and they'll, you know, if they have to manufacture something, uh, they'll manufacture it to make it look like you did something, or they'll come look up with something. what they're some doing to Brian Travis. That's pretty manufactured right there. Coming and I mean, stealing his horses yeah. from him? Yeah. That's, that's exactly what they did. He, they didn't, he didn't behave as they wanted him to behave. And, so, and they broke their own rules doing that, too. Yeah. So, yeah. so they can come and come after you for whatever they want. They can break as many of their own rules in the process as they want, and they'll never be held accountable for it. So right. it's really just a matter of whether they want you bad enough or not. I don't know why anyone wants that kind of system with so little accountability. I don't understand that Well, it's that the best in the world, Dale. It's, it's the, <laughs> but we, we live in the best have, country of the whole world. We have to have a centralized authoritarian monopoly it's government. It's the best justice system in the whole world. What, what's your problem? I mean, that's, <laughs> this is the attitude, right? Well, we've got the best. Why are you rocking the boat here? I mean, it could be worse. We lock out more people than any other country, but we're the freest country in yeah, the world. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> You know, speaking of they doing anything they want to do, I've got a perfect example of that here uh, tonight. It's one of the news stories from today. The Associated Press denouncing a squandering of the people's money. Lawmakers voted decisively to impose a 90% tax on millions of dollars in employee bonuses paid by troubled insurance giant AIG and other bailed-out companies. Yeah, this is sick. In some cases, the bonuses might be taxed 100%, leaving the recipients with nothing. It was only this past weekend that the bailed-out insurance giant paid bonuses totaling $165 million to employees, including traders in the financial products unit that nearly brought about AIG's collapse. AIG has received $182 billion in federal bailout money and is now 80% government-owned. So this has been in the news all week, right? This is the, you know, the, this is the big Obama scandal so far, right? Yeah, this is the, the, everybody's making the big hoorah about this nonsense. And, uh, you know, I, I don't get it, but... Uh, Wait, what, are you, what, are you I, do, what do you not get? Well, I don't get why anybody cares what these people got paid. Well, what they care about is these, the, the minutia, uh, the micromanagement of how the rules are applied of what's going on in the behind the scenes of these bailouts. We know on this show that the bailouts are just a bad idea. These businesses right. are that's, failing. That's where it all goes. Right. These businesses are failing. They should be allowed to fail, and then somebody can buy up their assets pennies on the dollar. That would be the way it should work out. But no, the government steps in under the that Bush administration and under Obama. They step in, and they, they print out a whole bunch of money from the Federal Reserve, and they hand it over to these. That guys. would actually be a a legit a good uh, dis- redistribution of wealth from really irresponsible people that have been managing things very poorly for a long time, and it's finally caught up to them to people who are better prepared to do something with those assets. That's know? the market redistributing exactly, that wealth. It's yeah. not for a forced coercive exactly. redistribution, that's which what is I what's meant. going on. But So that's not the issue, though. That's not the issue that's being made uh, apparent in the news media. If you watch any of the news media and you, you look at how they're looking at the story, it's not whether the bailout should happen. It's, well, should the executives be able to get a, a, their pensions? Should they be able to get their, uh, their bonus? 
bonuses. These bonuses, and they use the term executive, and uh, you know, th- this is the part that uh, that bothers me the most on this. Executive doesn't mean the guy who runs the company or the P- the VPs necessarily. I was an account executive, as you know, for mm-hmm. Clear Channel Communications, and I got bonuses for doing my job well. Are you telling me that I, my, I mean, essentially my pay was bonuses. My pay was all commission and bonus based. So I should be taxed a higher bracket for performing? I would, I would love to address these bailouts. And yeah, we're going to come back with more of this here. 800-259-9231, because there's more about, you know, why it is they did this. I mean, a 90% tax targeting one, they're passing legislation that targets one company. More on the way. You can bring up whatever you want. So again, if they want you, they'll come after you. And they'll make something up. Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free and bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away, so enjoy those, including the bulletin board system, over 450,000 posts, and uh, about 50 feds hanging out on the forum uh, over at BBS. Hey, feds. Yeah. Over at bbs.freetalklive.com. You Good can to get see they're working hard. You can, uh, you know what, hey, I hope they're entertaining themselves. Uh, they're probably lo- watching the excellent breast thread. You know oh, what, you're Yeah, I was going right. to say one of those mini porn threads it on the FTL BBS. totally epic. Uh, what are there, 160 pages of it? And maybe it's the number plus. one referrer to the BBS. So I'll be curious to see how many per- <laughs> what percentage of those 50 are looking at like the gay porn threads. When you, are there gay porn uh, threads on there? I don't know. I haven't been, on the, I haven't been, on, I haven't been on the FTL BBS in months. <laughs> uh, the, the excellent breast thread is... It, God, it I hope I never stumble across a gay porn thread on the BBS. You look at the... Uh, yes, the BBS is... Uh, you know. It's kind of an adult place, so make sure you know that before you go there. But there's a lot of serious things and fun stuff, and you'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. But yeah, the Excellent Breasts thread is so popular that when you search for Excellent Breasts on Google, it's the first result. (laughs) And because it's the first result on Google, that is making it so a bunch of people are going to that link through Google. So it's the number one search term that leads people to the Free Talk Live uh, bulletin board. The, the other, internet is for porn. The other one I can't say. It's horse C. Oh That's my. the second most popular term that uh, leads people to the BBS. God, why so, uh, our BBS? Why? I don't know. What, what a, how did this happen? You may have to how tell me off the air what good, that's for. Horse how did my C? perfectly okay. good career what words can't you say? Uh, in radio get turned into okay. this? Okay, yeah. All right, I understand. Okay, so let's talk about whatever you want. You dial in toll-free. Oh, and by the way, and what if you found out the best liberty activists from around the world were moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? It's happening, and you can be a part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. As we continue with your phone calls, let's talk to Dan in Indiana. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, we've got to get back to the bailout thing, too. Dan, go ahead. Okay, yeah, well, that's all right. I, I was wanting to call you about the bailout thing. Um, you said that, that 80% of, the, um, of AIG has been, is run by the federales. Is that correct? Sir? That is according to the Associated Press. Well, they're 80% government, so uh, I think that anything that happens to them, 
You know, I, I'm really not one to cry any crocodile tears for those wise guys. I almost said that. I was like, you know, it's really <laughs> hard for me to care that they're looting these people. I mean, well, I, but, I, I, I don't like the way they go after individuals wait, like wait that. A, wait a second. These people that they are the executives, and I don't know how what level of executive that they're talking about here, but likely they didn't have any choice at all to decide whether or not the feds uh, bought them out. It was probably the VPs or the you know the, yeah. the very senior executives. So I understand. You know, how would you? feel if the federal government came to where you work, bought it, and then slashed your pay that you had contracted for. I'd probably quit. That's what it would feel like. I wouldn't want to work for the government. I'd probably quit. That's what uh, half of them did. Yeah, that's good. But they they made their money, and I'm not saying they made every dime this way, but they made a a big chunk of their money by squeezing out their competition and everything. They they basically... With government assistance, probably. Yeah, yeah. You don't think it's some, some outsider business that was totally 100% libertarian would go to the government with their hand their hand out of course they wouldn't just by default they wouldn't the but people they, they lobbying to, to the government um to in order to you know squeeze out their competition are not the people yeah. that are getting sales bonuses yeah, are but, they but sales still, bonuses or executive these bonuses, bonuses? The, the, these right, executive bonuses are for performance so what they they still work for a company and they that was getting all their money from the government i just got out of a you know you're in a country where your them. army is invading other people that would make that would mean the terrorists not think it's army. okay to shoot I you can't. dude that's the kind of attitude you have <laughs> not my army so you say is that going to stop the bullet from entering your brain i mean come no, on no, sir it won't it won't it won't but um, it's the I same mean, attitude you've got no i'm just saying and as far as sabotage and everything i think that there's ways that we can gum up the works can, can you guys hear me okay yes yeah. sir okay okay because all right. Um, Don't say sabotage. Well, say gum up the work. Well, yeah, it's very, work. very <laughs> important. As far as gumming up the work and stuff people. goes, uh, protests and all that will do wonders and everything. I came up with a few ideas. You guys, I think I bounced them off of you guys a while back. That can that can really, really do a whole lot more than, than swiping uh, a piece of hardware from some office and stuff. I mean, something that will give you more than just the initial satisfaction because it's something that will lead to that. I think that uh, getting the police uh, involved and in, in, uh, trying to – to, to bust up a pot protest and not even know who's, who's smoking weed and who ain't, you know, we'll, we'll do plenty in, in the short term and the long term. First of all, it'll gum up the, the courts and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as like, you know, who's guilty, who's not. And yeah, I mean, if you arrest 25 people for smoking marijuana out in front of a police station and then they have to process all those cases and they all go to jury trials, I mean, that's going to break the system. Exactly, they don't have enough exactly. money to pay for that. That's what I'm talking about. And also, uh, protesting against the uh, government monopoly on liquor stores. I see these things, I mean, I don't know how you guys look at it, but I see these things, the government as like big, each, each little individual thing as, as statues of like Marx or Lenin that are wobbling in the wind. Mm-hmm. And I'm just one guy that's going to go up there and just, I'm going to be one of the fellas that's going to give it a nice hard shove and push that sucker over and let it right in the street. Great, and, and you're coming up here to, uh, to Keene, right? I, I'm going to be up there in a keen Winchester area, uh, hopefully soon, soon. I just got to get a little bit of work going on to get get the, the money going to where I can do such a thing. I'm telling you, it's exciting. There are a lot of people that are planning on coming up here, not just to Keene, but all across New Hampshire within the next few months. Of course, the summertime, we'll probably see a whole lot more people coming in, and it's going to be a big year for the Free State Project. Dan, thanks for yeah. the call. Good hearing from you. 800-259-9231. You know, I never actually got to uh, my point. We were talking about this story about the 90% tax. In some cases, it could be 100% tax on these recipients of the, the bonuses at AIG. I think I think both you and Dan we're making good points, Mark. I mean, this is a tough situation, right? Because you've got a company. I agree. I mean, a, I said I don't. It's hard to feel sympathy, but Mark is right. I mean, they're going after individuals that didn't have that, that and that 
And these are legitimate bonuses for doing good work. And I, Presumably. And, but then again, they are working for a company that's inherently tied into the government. Obviously, they've been getting now, special favors. Uh, well, if you get a hundred and something million dollars from the, or billion, 182 billion. billion dollars from the government, you probably were tied in before they sent that to you. There, you've got some friends in Washington D.C. That's why you got the money in the first place. So odds are good this company had been tied in with the state for a long, long time, and so that's why I kind of don't really feel too sorry for him. The only reason I bring the story up is to point out that these guys can do anything they want to do. They passed this bailout. The bailout money went to this company. After they found out, after the news got out that the executives ended up getting money out of the bailout, it upset a lot of people. That's why this scandal broke. And then, since they'd already handed out the money, the government's trying to figure out, oh, crap, what do we do? We've got to try to make this right for their, for their public relations, not to make it right for the employees or anything like that, right. but for the public relations of it all. We've got to do something. So they've come up with this brilliant idea of giving them all this money and then taking it all back after the fact with the 90 or 100 percent tax targeted at one company. How many times in the history of this government? I mean, as awful as it is, usually when they pass some sort of tax, it applies to an industry or it applies to everybody. How many times have they passed a piece of legislation to go after your paycheck specifically? I've never heard of it. I mean, it seems unprecedented. It's disturbing. Right. So it goes back to my point of they can do whatever it is they want to do. If all of a sudden they decide they don't like anarchyinyourhead.com, you know, they could pass some sort of special piece of legislation to, to specifically target you. So if what you're doing right now isn't illegal, just give them a few weeks. They'll write up some legislation and, and make it illegal. I mean, it's just crazy what's going on here. The House vote, by the way, on this was 328 to 93. So that means a lot of Republicans crossed the aisle and voted in favor of this. So, I mean, even they don't even hold to their supposed principles. And that's something that's bugged me about the bailouts from the start is that, of course, they're ridiculous. And I've made lots of fun of Obama and my blog and the comics. But the Republicans are, sound so disingenuous to be criticizing Democrats for expanding government. It's, I mean, I've always said it's all rhetoric. For eight years, yep. they were breaking records, expanding government. Now they're criticizing Democrats. It just doesn't sound very uh, in, very sincere. Listen to the quotes, uh, <laughs> at least this quote, from Nancy Pelosi. We want our money back now for the taxpayers. Does anyone really believe this stuff? They're going to get the money back to us as a tax right. refund? <laughs> like you're going to see a penny of these bonuses these guys are going to have to pay back. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything, just dial the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We make it easy for you. You can use any major credit card, PayPal, and there's some alternative payment options as well. All the details are at amp.freetalklive.com. We take that money in, reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations across the country, bringing more Internet listeners on board, and helping uh, expose new people to the ideas of freedom. 
Uh, so head over to amp.freetalklive.com and get on that because we could use that money. It's it's making a difference for us. Uh, it's helping us really get out there. In fact, today I was busy making a whole bunch of phone calls because one of the uh, one of the bigger syndicated shows just got canceled uh, today. His name's Lars Larson. He's a blowhard, conserva clone guy from uh, the Northwest, and he's on a whole bunch of radio stations. And he got canceled out of the blue today. So that's a big opportunity for for Free Talk Live and and having those ads out there in the marketplace in the talk radio industry really helps when you know I pick up the phone and I call these radio stations yeah. and I I say hello to them. So that's they're not going who. Yeah. That's the first time I've actually heard the term conserva clone. I like it. You like that? <laughs> Rush, uh, what do they call it? Uh, conser- cookie cutter conservative? I like that one, too. Yeah. So, uh, so com. you get perks, too, like access to the amp-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more, all there at amp.freetalklive.com. Let's talk to Judy in Arizona. Judy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. I just I heard somebody do this comparison about the... the um, the bonuses and the the bailout that AIG got. Mm-hmm. AIG was given a hundred and eighty billion dollars. Yes. And they gave a hundred and sixty million of that in in um, bonuses. So if you compare that, let's say Ian that you're short for rent. So I give you a thousand dollars to pay your rent, and you paid. $999 for your rent, and you took the last dollar and went and bought a coffee. And I got <laughs> mad about that. Yeah. That's kind it's of less how than it 1%. is. Yeah, it's less than 1%. Yeah. If you're talking about, uh, well, wait a minute. No, it's a little more than. No, it's right about No, it's, it's about not 1%. very much money at all. $165 million out of $182 billion is. One tenth of one percent. Right? It is. It's I a think tenth so. of, you're right. A dollar out of a thousand dollars is about is a pretty good comparison. I think you've done a great job of really putting this in perspective, uh, Judy. That the that people aren't upset about the hundred and eighty. They're not upset about the hundred and eighty one billion. They're upset about the the rest of it that was given out to you know some of the other executives at the at the business. Exactly. What, it's crazy. Mind boggling. And meanwhile, yesterday they they passed. The Generations Invigorating Volunteerism and Education Act. That's Nobody's right. Nobody's talking about that. Oh, we talked about it quite a bit last night, actually. Uh, it's the next step on the road to complete national slavery being instituted in this country. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I, I, I don't mean like you guys. Uh, but it's nobody the, else in the media. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> the ones that count. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're absolutely spot on. Anything else on your mind tonight? Nope, that's it. Thanks, Judy. Great analysis. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. But the financial insanity doesn't stop with the AIG bailout. Another piece of news from today, the Federal, or actually yesterday, but the Federal Reserve sharply stepped up its efforts to bolster the economy on Wednesday, announcing that it would pump an extra $1 trillion into the financial system by purchasing treasury bonds and mortgage securities. One trillion dollars getting pumped in there don't you just love the language that they use they really make it sound like that you know they've got the they've got the uh the the, the what the, the heart stat things clear you know oh we got to pump some life back into this economy here you go trillion dollars but they don't point out that they're pumping it out in order to do that out of your you, pocket right the money in your pocket is devaluing they're they're pumping it this is this whole system is almost like it's designed then this is going to sound um very, I don't know, it's, it's almost designed to pump money up 
you know, to the powerful people, to the people who are entrenched in government. It's pumping money away from regular people That's who are exactly working it. for a living yeah. and up into the pockets of these really wealthy people that run the banks and who have who lobby government for benefits for their corporation and for re- regulations on anyone who might compete with them right. and so forth. I mean, this is, a, it's just, this, is a, this is a redistribution of wealth up to people who didn't earn it. That's what it's always been, though. I mean, it's been that way since the formation of the Federal Reserve. Right. But that's what the Fed has effectively always done. It is taken, whenever it prints money out, it's taking money from your pocket. And wherever that money ends up going to, it's usually the military industrial complex or, again, AIG or something else like that, some other politically connected group. Somebody with buddies in Washington, D.C. gets their hands on it. And that, that's been going on for a long time. It's just, I guess the difference now is it's going on in such a major way. And they're just doing it right out in the open. And, and they're sending out press releases and they're saying, Hey, we're helping you, America. This and is going to help you by taking from you. And, and they're going to own more and more buddies. stuff. I mean, they're, they're, through, through so-called capitalism, the government will own so much of all these corporations and everything. It will be effectively communism through the back door of capitalism. Is it communism <laughs> or uh, fascism? No. Fascism is where private people get to own the factories, but they essentially have to... Uh, they they essentially have to obey all of the state diktats, state oh, controls. I think fascism is any kind of heavy intrusion of the state into our lives. Any, any, any time of, of tyrannical control is, I think. It has to do with the, the means of production, as as I understand oh. it. We can pull up the uh, we can pull up the definition. Here, but but <laughs> but, uh, but if you're talking about ownership of the companies by the government, that would be socialism, wouldn't it? That's means of production. Yeah. yeah. Owning the means of production. If the government owns uh, the companies, then yeah. That's so it. if it owns 80% of AIG, AIG is 80% socialized, basically. It says here, according uh, to Wikipedia, fascism is a radical authoritarian um, nationalist ideology that aims to create a single party state with a government led by a dictator who seeks national unity and development by requiring individuals to subordinate uh, self-interest to the collective interests of the nation or race, fascism move, um, movements, Promote violence between nations, political factions, races, part of the uh, part of the social Darwinist and militarist stance. Uh, the views views violence between these groups as natural and positive part of the evolution and the view of these groups being in perpetual conflict. There are plenty of uh, similarities between fascism and socialism, no doubt about that. Uh, the, the, the definition of fascism from the dictionary, dictionary.com, is a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc. Regimenting all industry, yeah. Yeah, and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. So regimenting all industry doesn't mean owning all industry. So probably more accurate to call that socialist. Socialism, yeah. but hey, they seem to go hand in hand. Yeah, if I mean, you can we control it by owning it. Then we have a fascist <laughs> socialist situation in this country. It's not yeah. all of one or all of the other. It's a mixture of both, and the the, the scales tip one way or the other slightly based on whether a Republican is in control or a Democrat is in control. That's, that's yeah, it's, it's getting it. closer and closer to just being a difference of rhetoric and nothing more. Pretty just, much, you know, one will talk about there being pro-defense and the other talk about being pro-working class but obviously right what's happening right now with democrats in power is money is being pumped up pumped up from the working class to the wealthy i i wish democrats would see that even yeah well even in the article they actually admit it says here in the second paragraph having reduced the key interest rate it controls nearly to zero the central bank has increasingly turned to alternatives like buying securities as a way of getting more dollars into the economy a tactic that amounts to creating vast new sums of money out of thin air 
So right there in the second paragraph of the article, they're talking about what this really is. But people don't have any idea what that means. The average American probably doesn't really get that. Like, oh, coming out of thin air, new money, good. They don't, yeah, new money. They're just, wow, somebody's putting money into the economy. Great, we need yeah. money. Almost like they just picture like there's just this knob, and by adjusting the money supply, oh, what, what, you know, things are deflating too quickly right now, we'll just adjust this knob and everything will go back to normal. And, they don't. They don't understand that this is based on a fantasy of this notion of being. You, they're not creating resources. They're just creating paper, and the paper in your pocket just got devalued. You just had money stolen from you very discreetly. It's why a lot of people are going out there and they're buying gold. The article points out later that gold prices rose twenty six dollars an ounce in that one day long period after this was uh, announced. So. I People are seeing this happening. A trillion dollars, that's pretty significant. Yeah. Now, it's not going to you know, come a billion right away. here, a billion there. Before long, you're talking about real money. Well, now, now it's a billion. <laughs> a billion wouldn't be so bad. A trillion, I mean, the, the, the whole national well, debt is 11 trillion. trillion. <laughs> the national debt just clicked past 11 trillion, and it wasn't too long ago that it clicked past 10 trillion. I mean, we were just talking about that a few months ago on this show. So now they're, uh, now they're pumping another trillion dollars out of thin air, which is taking, it's not out of thin air, it's coming from your pockets in reality because it's devaluing it. But wow, what a, just an awful situation. So it's not going to affect prices immediately. Because these things take time. It takes right. time for that money to sort of fill. And money supply in. is still collapsing at the same time. So because, because of mortgages defaulting and things like that. Yeah, it's just crazy what's happening here. Uh, buying gold, not such a bad idea. Buying silver, not such a bad idea to protect these paper dollars, which are worth whatever you think they're worth. <laughs> There's nothing behind them. Hour three is coming up. You dial in, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number three of the program. You can bring up anything. Just dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections or layout billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained to resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you'd like to keep your clients, too. That's SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com. Again, SACL CAI. Now, Mark, you had an email you wanted to get to. Put them, I'm going to put that on hold because there's some, uh, some breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, from here in Keene, New Hampshire, right. uh, from where we do this show. And, of course, we talk about Keene. I mean, uh, this is an international radio program. We're oh, on across okay. the country. But we talk about Keene because... There's some interesting things that are going on here, namely the Free State Project. It's going on all across New Hampshire, as we've talked about a million times on this program. The Free State Project is a movement. It's a brilliant idea. It's a movement of as as many 
thousands of liberty-loving individuals as we can convince to come to New Hampshire to get here and get active for freedom. A few hundred people have moved already. There were already a few hundred people here. The New Hampshire natives are getting excited. They're getting jazzed up about all the activism that's going on. And so this is really the, you know, the shining, uh, the, the New Hampshire in general is the shining light on the beacon of liberty and is becoming that. Uh, certainly it's the shining light of activism, of liberty activism right now. And Keene is uh, one of the epicenters of it. There's certainly a lot of action in Manchester as well as Concord um, and uh, even a little town called Grafton. But uh, there's there's a lot going on and obviously we live in Keene so we're sharing some of what, what's happening here with you because it's really unique. It's uh, stuff that's just not happening elsewhere. And one thing that uh, has gone down is the... The freedom activists have now jumped into the political game here in Keene. And Keene has been kind of known for being a haven for voluntarists, being a place where people who are interested in doing things that are outside of the system are attracted to Keene. I would say the vast majority, probably 90% of the people that have moved here, would consider themselves voluntarists. And, That's why I moved here. Yeah, because there's a cadre of uh, real principled voluntarist types here. However, there hasn't been much political activism because, well, voluntarists are really kind of turned off by politics for the most part. Recently, that's begun to change. And tonight, uh, there were four free staters that showed up, actually three free staters and one New Hampshire native that showed up at the city council meeting in Keene, New Hampshire. This is unprecedented uh, because up until now, really this wasn't going on. I know Julia, when she was running for office a couple of years ago, she was pretty much the only free stater that had any interest in going to city council meetings and she's been pretty much turned off by the whole political system and how nasty it is. But these are uh, there. There's new blood in town here in Keene, and these guys are willing to uh, to give it a go because up until this point, really, there hasn't really been much uh, invasion, if you will, of the political process by the free staters, and it's it started to happen. In fact, Sam from the Obscure Truth Network was one of the free staters that went to the city council meeting tonight, and he came over here afterwards and dropped off his uh, his little speech that he made. Apparently, from time to time, they'll open it up for public comment, and I was under the impression they didn't do that at city council meetings, that they only did that at like the, commission, the committee meetings, but apparently they opened up for co- a public comment because they're looking at increasing property taxes. And so I wanted to share his little speech. It's pretty short. This is what he said. I'm not here to beg you not to increase property taxes like many of the people sitting behind me. And by the way, Sam did uh, videotape this, so it may be showing up at ObscureTruth.com or on the front page of FreeKeen.com. That's really what we're talking about here, isn't it? Many in the audience believe what you're doing is wrong, but they wouldn't dare refuse your monetary demand, would they? I'm left wondering why. Why would they continue paying for a service they don't agree with? And the only answer I've come up with is fear. They are afraid of what you represent. Not you people directly, of course. No, no, you've hired armed men and promised them fat pensions to do your bidding. You people are the smiling faces of a tyrannical system that forces its will over others with the implied threat of violence. Walmart may not be the best company in the world, but they don't threaten to steal my house out from under me if I drive through their parking lot without shopping at their store. I'm sure many of you are thinking, that's an unfavorable characterization. Some of you have probably already discounted anything I'm going to say, and that's okay. I know when it comes down to it, you're going to do what you want. 
and many of you see this as a hassle, a necessary evil, if you will, to let the subjects feel heard so they continue submitting to your demands. Sounds about right. My neighbor gets up at 5.30 every morning to leave by 6.30. He returns at about 4 and then leaves for a second job at about 6. While he works at his second job, many of the keen bureaucrats work on their second pension. While the people behind me are getting laid off, you work to keep all of your employees. Remember, he's talking to the city council. Yeah, yeah. They don't get this kind of stuff normally. Usually it's just begging. They need to hear this. Absolutely they do. And it's it's only just begun. It's going to expand out from here where more activists are going to uh, start attending these meetings and start speaking out. And these are televised meetings, by the way. There are right. a bunch of old people sitting around Keene, sitting there because they, you know, they can't leave their houses, watching the city council meetings and... Sam told me, by the way, there were only about 15 people in the audience. Four of them were liberty activists. So already a third of the people attending these meetings are now free, uh, free state activists or liberty activists. So good signs here. While they do, uh, back to his speech, while they do more with less, you talk about doing more with more. An easy task when you're spending other people's money on yourselves. While they are working tirelessly to put food on their table, you talk about taking $5,000 for a feasibility study for a farming co-op. This is one of the issues yeah. that's on the table right now in town. I can save you the money and tell you, no, Keene won't support a farming co-op or the free market would have already created one. Due to the instability of the U.S. government, gardening is up 17% this year, and co-ops are a great way to get fresh produce at a reduced cost. The fact is, a farming co-op probably couldn't support itself because of the property taxes you people demand. That's probably true. So here comes the city of Keene running to the rescue with the brilliant solution of solving a government-created problem with more government. Because if there's one thing we need, it's government-controlling food. I'm sure my neighbor, when he gets home at 11 tonight, will be thrilled to know what his hard-earned money is going to such, or is that his hard-earned money is going to such fruitful endeavors. I find the actions of this council absolutely abhorrent. What time others will join, uh, with time rather, others will join me in seeing this for what it is, a racket. So I urge you, double property taxes. After all, with twice the money, couldn't government solve twice the problems? Let's reduce property taxes and add an income tax and a sales tax uh, to boot. Then everything would be fixed, right? The fact is, I need your help in building a critical mass of people who have had enough, who fear surviving under your system of tyranny more than telling you no. That day is coming, and you're helping me get there. And that was the end of his speech. That's brilliant. That's I, pretty I, good. You know, I, I've, uh, I'm, I'm very apolitical stung. myself, but I say if you're going to be... If you're gonna, I mean, this is exactly the sort of thing that I can totally get on board with, is going yep. to these meetings and speaking the truth. What I don't like is this schmoozing that goes on with the politics. The begging? Where you go, don't say anything that's going to turn them off too quickly. You know, don't, you, they, yeah. they're just going to tune you out and not listen to you. And you know what? There's a lot of people watching you talk to the city council, and they are aware of this, and that's why they spent the rest of the meeting sort of d- defending their actions. That's what Sam said, yeah. He yeah. said that uh, it completely changed the tone of the entire rest of the meeting after he They did, need he got to done. be on the defense in terms of trying to defend their violent activities. Apparently he wasn't the only one who spoke either. Uh, another uh, another free stater, Patrick, who's one of the newer movers, uh, he actually got up and spoke as well. And they were the only two people to speak at this city council meeting. So had they not been there, no one would have talked out against these people uh, raising taxes. Is it going to stop them from raising taxes? No, of course not. But it is something that can get attention. It is something that can show people, hey, things are changing here in Keene. We've got people that are willing to stand up and call these people out for what they are. They're the gang 
leaders. That's the, who these people at are. At the very least, I'm not, sh- you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not 100% on board with what you're saying. I, I love his speech. Um, but at the very least, it brings the conversation around to, hey, let's reduce taxes for a bunch of hardworking people. And um, it, it drives them into the arms of the people that are willing to schmooze with these politicians in order to lessen yeah. the size of government. That's true. I mean, we can have an impact on the political process from outside of it through things like this, by speaking the truth. And I can tell you, this was probably very upsetting to those city councilors because now they know their little game is not a private club anymore. Now the, the free staters and the activists are getting involved in their nasty little system, and they don't like that very We're much. We're shining a light on them. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free and bring up anything, just... Dial in at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features we give away. So enjoy those, including the bulletin board system, the archives, the live streams. All free for you. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. We give ours away at freetalklive.com. AdamEve.com has a special offer for you. Go to AdamEve.com and get 50% off one item when you type in FTL at the offer code coupon checkout. Plus, with the order of $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. Get 50% off with offer code FTL at AdamEve.com. They've got marital aids, lingerie, movies, all kinds of stuff. AdamEve.com. As we continue here with your phone calls, Patrick is on the line in New Hampshire. Patrick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, uh, guys. It's uh, yeah, it's me. And I went to the city council meeting along with Sam. Um, I didn't actually know he was going to be there, but I kind of spoke out at the public hearing about the immorality of property taxes well you were one of the people you can tell us about what you did here in a moment but you were one of the uh you were the organizer basically of this uh and you did essentially what works so well up here in new hampshire and that is you came up with an idea of what you wanted to do and that was attend the city council meeting tonight you put it on the forum at freekeen.com and you announced it basically saying hey i'm going to this if you want to come join me I would love to have you, and four people turned out for it. And as you said, you you didn't even expect Sam to show up, but but he showed up. And it's because you put it out there, and that's that's one of the great things about being up here in New Hampshire is if you want people to join you in your activism, you just announce what you're going to do, and they show up and they help. That's real leadership, leadership by example. So I'm going to go do this thing. If you're inspired by that, if you find that encouraging, then join me. And and I think we need more of that here in New Hampshire. I think we need more self-starters, more of the, the leaders. And I think there, the more leaders are coming, but I think the people that are here now uh, should also consider stepping up more often and organizing their own things. If, if they are looking out there and they're seeing, they're not seeing what they want. I mean, there are a lot of things to do already. You can come here to New Hampshire. You can plug into various different organizations, and, and you can get active in a number of different ways. But if you're looking around and you're saying, huh, well, nobody's doing X, and you really want X to get done, step up, take the initiative, and get it started, and you'll be surprised at who steps up to help you out. So go ahead, Patrick, with your thoughts. Well, um, uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty amazing. I've never actually tried to do this sort of thing before, but you just say, I'm going to do this thing, and if you want to join me, uh, go ahead, and people will actually come to these things. So, um, Yeah, I... The, the city council seems sort of surprised. Um, Nick um, Nick Ryder sat next to me, and we didn't stand for the pledge or anything. Did and, did uh, uh, all four of you not stand? Or they, I don't th- believe they they were there yet. I see. Um, Sam, I'm of the opinion and, you should stand for the uh, stand for the pledge. Why? Just, uh, why? Because out You've of respect for the other people. Well, why? Why I would you respect res- a socialist indoctrination? Um, because it is so thoroughly ingrained that That's you don't want people to shut you off that early. 
Uh, I, I don't buy that. I'm sorry. We, I think you, you, the more – when you're honest, there's something about the – you, you yourself know you're speaking the truth, and that comes across in your voice. And I think that's an important part of, you know, and people can tell when you're not being honest. And I'm not going to stand up for the pledge. Uh, I spe- that's specifically a statement I would want to make. You you're know, being I, honest with I don't yourself. Think if you don't, if you don't address that, that sort of collectivism, that this cult of America and this cult right. of Keen City of Keen, then How else you're, do you you're expect- right off. You're off on the wrong foot right away. Right, I agree. How else do you expect to start that conversation? How else do you expect to get people asking you questions? The, the about- important conversation is whether you stand for the pledge or not. It's as important as any other no, conversation. It's not. The, the important. The it absolutely is. The, uh, the conversation that's important, sir, is whether they're stealing you're money out of people's pop- pockets. You're a nationalist fascist. But they fascist. feel okay to steal our money. Badass mind, you nut job. They 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 feel okay to steal from us because they think we're all part of this club. And I don't want to be a member of the club. I don't want to be stolen from. And it's important to say I do not consider myself Only a member of the club. Only members of the club have a say as far as they're concerned. That's it. If well, you don't, aren't a member of the club, BS, they don't care what you say. And we have to point that out. Fine, it's BS. Pay or go to and jail. We'll point citizen. it out over and over and over again. If but but I'm not going to lie and and dance around the truth so right. that they will p- and pander to them. Standing There's plenty up. of people I'm that aren't the members truth of to their them clubs. Right away. There are plenty of members that are are not members of their clubs, and they they you know you know what they do with them. There's the the pot smoking uh, non members. They put them in jail. I, there's there's the non tax paying members. They take their houses away. I, Sam said they spent the rest of the meeting defend, trying to defend themselves. I don't think it was – it wasn't shrugged off. It sounds to me like wasn't. it was a successful trying, visit. From yeah. his, uh, Sam's speech, they defend themselves, not from the – not standing from the pledge. That's the kind of thing that people what do you're in saying, middle Mark, school. What, I'm no, saying Mark, that not standing what, for the pledge didn't destroy his uh, – him being able to read. I didn't not, say that either. Not standing for the pledge is what people who have principles do and who, are, who care about socialist indoctrination because that's all the Pledge of Allegiance is, is it's just blatant – socialist indoctrination it was written by a national socialist and the right thing to do if you love freedom is to not go along with this collectivist uh this groupthink mindset of standing up for the pledge i want to hear what if patrick by has principles, to say you mean right. somebody who doesn't want to get anything done yes i agree patrick go ahead with your thoughts so my main point was and i said this to the city that um it should only use force to defend from aggression not as a routine method of revenue collection and um remarkably somebody after the uh, city council meeting was over, just a stranger, somebody who'd been listening, came up to me and said, well said. And I'd never met this person before. It was a woman. Yep. Um, and that was that was amazing. You mean she didn't I, come I, up and, and slap you across the face uh, for not standing during the pledge? No, no, it wasn't even about that. It was it was about the point that I'd made, which I thought it was something that only voluntarists would understand. But I think there actually is some public sentiment against um, involuntary taxes. I think you're right. Oh, about I don't that. think, I think they're waiting stand- for someone to have the guts to say that. Go ahead, Mark. Sorry. I don't think that not standing for the pledge immediately uh, puts a big black line through everything you've said in the entire meeting after that, Ian. Uh-huh. I just don't think. Th- I think it looks, puts a little black check. Whoopie do. Who cares what yeah. the state is? I know think. you don't give a damn whether anything's effective or not. You're there for me. the splash. You're there for the you know the the hoorah of it. You don't. It's, it doesn't the, matter to you whether the, it gets done. That's or right, not. Mark. Pledge, I don't care about effectiveness. The pledge offends me. I'm not going to stand for something that I find offensive. Leave the room. Why? <laughs> it offends you. I don't. I, if, if it's something television offends you, you turn I'm it not, off. Leave the room. I don't need to leave the room. But he's making an effective statement by Why not standing. Why should I leave the room? Well, be offensive. 
See how it works for you? I don't they're care. being offensive. offensive. I'm not. I, so are I'm you. just sitting there. How can that possibly be offensive to anyone? Because you're not standing. Business. That's why it's offensive. It's I'm not obeying. Them standing and, say, and, and reciting some, you know, some incantation of theirs offends you. Why can't you sitting offend them? It can offend it them. It can, and problem. that's fine. Let them be offended, Mark. We're not here to I put candy coats on everything. Yeah, I don't think people should, mix, should uh, mince their words in order to not offend someone. Right. I think people should tell the truth. Patrick, other thoughts? Yeah, um, there's, I wanted to make a, a distinction. There's really three groups of people at these city council meetings. There's the bureaucrats. Um, there's At this point, there were the libertarians. And then there was a third group of people who were looking to push some legislation through or they wanted to get funding for the co-op thing that Sam was talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, afterward, I went up to those people and I, I wanted to make sure what their position was. And they want the city to spend money to pay for this co-op. And um, I, I kind of opened the channel of communication with them and, and talked to them about it. It's, it's like they, they do care for the community, but they, they seem to be a little bit confused on how to, how to do what's best. And they want to force everyone to pay for studies and things. Yeah, it's probably a lot easier to get the money from the city council than it is sure to it actually is. go out and raise it. Absolutely. But, but what I think is interesting here is Patrick's pointing out that even after... Not standing for the pledge, which is supposed to be so offensive, he still managed to have conversations with these people in there. You do so it your way, man. I'll do it mine. We will. We'll see how Thanks, it goes. Mark. Yeah, we will see how it Why goes. Why don't you go in there smeared, and smeared, thank you, smeared Patrick. in peanut butter, too? Thank you, Patrick, for the call tonight. Not By the way, Patrick is our newest blogger over at freekeen.com as we continue to add new liberty-oriented personalities to the site. Uh, more on the way. You can bring up whatever you want. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free and bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. And the Nationalist. You mean Mark, right? Uh, 1-800-259-9231. So we continue taking your phone calls about whatever you want, but first need to tell you about the Institute for Humane Studies and what they're doing this summer with 12 different seminars going on across the country. Participation is free, and they'll even cover your meals and housing. Seminars, by the way, are for those simply curious about libertarian philosophy to those passionate about liberty, even those who want career advice, networking opportunities, and lectures relevant to each career path. Go to libertarianseminars.com and get registered today. And I believe this is pretty much targeted at college students and graduate students. Deadline is March 31st, libertarianseminars.com. Let's go to your phone calls. Enemy of the State is on the line in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's on your mind? Boy, I'm uh, got to tell you, I'm not the biggest Sam fan of all time, but that speech was something. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> I, mean, awesome. I, I agree. I, was I heard, uh, you know, I was listening to that. I heard the spirit of Sam Adams in there somewhere. I swear. I thought it was a great speech. Yeah. Yeah, and this is only, you know, this is only the very beginning. There are going to be more people coming with Sam and Patrick uh, their next city council meeting, and before you know it, it'll be full of uh, free staters. And boy, if that's not going to rub them uh, <laughs> against the grain, I don't know what will. It's fun, if nothing else. Even you should if it have doesn't fun. result in something. There's something very satisfying. Sorry, very satisfying about calling out these status. Absolutely. Now, city council meetings are pretty boring uh, generally, but when you bring the free staters in there, the liberty activists, things get a little bit more interesting. Spices it up a bit. Plus, plus, from what I understand, you can probably get uh, Wi-Fi access in there. So if you've got a laptop, you can get a little bit of work done while you're sitting in there during the boring part. So it's not a total – it wouldn't be a total waste of time. 
Yeah. Did you say uh, Sam would probably be putting a video of that up on his site? Uh, he did have a video camera with him. Uh, we know for a fact that the the city council meetings are televised. So if someone wanted to, I mean, they could go and uh, grab the the television copy and they could rip it out of that. But Sam actually did bring his own camera in and it was videotaped. He hasn't reviewed the footage yet to make sure it came out all right. But yes, it should be available eventually. You'll probably see it at obscuredtruth.com or freekeen.com or both. That's good stuff. And one more thing, uh, you know, boy, I would have thought after after Mark groveled at the feet of the state last week, he would have cooled down a little bit to it. But boy, is he on a statist roll tonight, huh? You know, he's just—he's really indoctrinated with the the flag. Like it—it it, it warms his heart, even though he understands that it's socialist indoctrination. But what can you do, right? He's an old man, and it's the same way for uh, for the vast majority of Americans. And I don't think that kicking the um, kicking dirt in their faces really does any good. It's not kicking hey, dirt in their faces. Sitting, it's standing that's how they say what sitting there and that's not doing think. anything. Well, that's that's something they need to get over. Yeah, right. Well, they yeah, should when just I said, get over it. When I said it shouldn't be offensive that I'm just sitting there, I am not trying to force them to do something. I am not. Pressure. I'm not. They're the ones trying to make me do something in order to be a part of this club that I don't want to be a part of. Mark, you sit on and the I'm radio. I'm just choosing not to do it. I mean, you, I'm just being passive. You sat on the radio tonight and insulted the Marines. You don't think that's kicking dirt in a bunch of people's faces? Uh, all I said was that they're a bunch of paid killers. I, I think the Marines would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. That's offended some people in the past, Mark. Aren't you has. concerned about offending but people? But there's been plenty of people that have written in and said, well, my God, if the Army isn't a bunch of paid killers, what the hell are we paying them for? Yeah, well, there can be plenty of people that will agree with you to not stand for the pledge. You might be surprised how many people would want to not stand for the pledge. I don't intend to have anybody agree with me for that. But like you are just so afraid of what other people might think that they won't do it. So I say congratulations to Sam I don't have any desire to do that. Of course you don't. What other uh, thoughts do you have for us tonight, caller? Well, I would just add, Mark, that, uh, you know, you look at the American revolutionaries, and, and for example, Samuel Adams wouldn't have been kneeling to whatever British symbol open the meetings. So yeah, I, that's I perhaps so, but Samuel Adams uh, darn sure kneeled at the uh, the American flag. He went and told the uh, the guys what was it? Not the whiskey rebellion. The one the one that ha- happened in uh, Connecticut. Um, Shays rebellion. Uh, he told the guys of the Shays rebellion, "You can't rebel. We got our own country now." Just because yeah. he was imperfect doesn't mean you should follow in his footsteps. Just letting you know, he got things done. He. Well, he was he was the, he was edgy for his time. That's true. And now we are evolving to a higher form of social interaction. His cousin got more things. Too. And we are edgy for our time, and we're you know in many ways very similar to him. And I'll get I'm, and I'm proud of that. I'm par- I'm proud of the fact that he had the pri- the the courage to say things that were not mainstream at the time. Iconic- and we are doing the same thing now. Iconoclasm is guaranteed to offend somebody. It's the nature of the beast. And I think that it should be encouraged because being iconoclastic... You can really convince people that you've offended of something. Being See, iconoclastic... When I came to the Marines this evening, it's not like I was trying to convince any Marines of anything, Ian. All I'm trying to... Uh, you know, I don't think they were trying to convince anyone of anything either. They were just doing what they believed is right. And I'm in support of that. I, and I'm in support of getting things done. And what Take are you down doing? the system by delegitimizing it. Mock it. That's yeah, I, I agree. People should be laughing at the state, not respecting it. Thank you for the call, dude. Appreciate hearing from you. I'm I think uh, idealism you... is pragmatic, personally. I think I've seen lots of people mincing their words, walking on eggshells, not to upset politicians, and trying to do all this schmoozing. And I don't see – I see. I just keep seeing the state grow. And, yep. I, you know, it's maybe it's, maybe it's time to give idealism a try. Thank Give you, it Dale. a shot. Absolutely. I'm protecting people in my town from the uh, the aggression of the uh, of the town by uh, you know turning the fire department into a you know voluntary <laughs> fee based uh, organization. How's that going? 
<laughs> it's actually, you know, it's it's yeah. going it's going through the progress. It's a heck of a lot more effective you, than not standing for the pledge. Didn't you say you'd vote for the new fire uh, fire truck? Um, the fi- new fire truck was not up for a vote, and I couldn't go because I was in Florida. I thought they voted it down. The fu- they didn't what? vote the fire truck. They down? voted down, I believe, the new tanker, but the the, uh, the tank for what the tanker, that? but the tanker didn't actually get up. But they did vote in a new highway truck. Let's continue with your calls. Frank is on the line in New York. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Ah, good evening. Hey, yeah, I just wanted to make the comment that really the Pledge of Allegiance, uh, while you know we all were indoctrinated in grade school with it, you know every day we would start the day with the Pledge of Allegiance and all this stuff. But I think it's really ridiculous. I mean, you know, there there were Quakers in England that were actually arrested because they wouldn't take an oath or they wouldn't swear, you know, uh, on the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, it really has very little meaning anymore. I think uh-huh. it's more important that you're, in a sense, true to yourself and that you have, you know, a respectful tolerance for other traditions. I've heard so but, many good things about the Quakers. I mean, that's just one more thing, right? It just sounds yeah. like the Quakers really had their heads screwed on straight. Right, they did. And, you know, in, in this society... It's multicultural and diverse. Uh, you know, it's a private thing. If one wants to make an oath to a state, uh, which all totalitarian regimes demand yeah. throughout this, history. This is, as Mark would point out, and, this is, by the way, the only country that we know of that actually has a Pledge of Allegiance. Well, that, that's true, but there was a Pledge of Allegiance in Germany during Hitler's period, <laughs> yeah, where they surprise. swore to uphold the Fuhrer and the laws of the land and the Germanic people, and also in Russia, under the communists, you had uh, a situation whereby people took a pledge to the state, and often if they didn't do that, they were reported by their neighbors. Yeah, so you know, Mark would have been pledging if this were if this were Germany, and there are some 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 shocking parallels. If this were Germany, Mark would have been standing up and pledging right alongside everybody else because he wouldn't want to offend the you know the uh, the, the things that we the say. Adherence. Ian, we'd both have been gassed by now. That's so true. it really isn't an issue. Yeah, right. So Touché. I think right now we shouldn't have to have the pledge, and basically, I don't think the patriots, the people, the founding fathers and mothers of this country would have demanded it either. You know, they, they lived their beliefs, and they had the freedom to pursue them or not to do that. And really, that's what America should be about. It shouldn't be about, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance, which really was brought back during Eisenhower's time at the height of the Cold War. So we have to be very careful about things like that. Let's follow the laws of the land and the Bill of Rights. Bah, regarding laws freedom. of the land? There are and too many damn it, laws, Frank. Nobody can follow the laws. Finish. And <laughs> let us uh, not, you know, violate the Geneva uh, Conventions and Accords that the United States uh, signed in 1947. When you say us, you mean the United States federal government, because I didn't sign the Geneva Conventions, nor do I even have any idea what they say. So. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is this. If we follow, if we do what is right, without all of this sort of uh, grandstanding and, and making oaths and doing all of this empty rhetoric... And, but let's start to, to live our freedoms. Then I think Thank you, Frank. I'm with you. Off. Living free. I like that. I appreciate the call. 800-259-9231. That's what we're doing up here in New Hampshire, and more people are coming here to join us. Head over to freestateproject.org to, more, uh, to learn more about that. Moments remain. Just enough time for your call if you make it now. It is Free Talk Live.
This is Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free. Even in these remaining moments, we'll sneak your call in. You can bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And it's Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. So, at the beginning of this hour, we talked about giving an update on what was going on here in Keene, New Hampshire, because there's a lot of activism happening here in Keene. More activism happens here in New Hampshire in one week than happened an entire year when I lived down in Florida. I mean, it's just a whole different world up here. There's so much to choose from, so much to do, and it just keeps expanding. As more activists get here and they get active and they get, and many of them become leaders and they create their own uh, activism and other people uh, join up with them, the activism palette just continues to expand. There continue to be more opportunities and it's just getting more exciting over time. And of course, for us, it's exciting, but Imagine what it's like to be one of those city councilors. Imagine what it's like to be uh, a statist representative or something like that in here in New Hampshire. What must they feel like when they see this stuff? I'm hoping that they're feeling uncomfortable and that they start get, thinking twice about the kind of activities they're engaged in. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, hopefully, I mean, there's definitely. I, I would say there's definitely some uncomfortability going I, on here. I think they're scared of the, the like the nuts is the way they would uh, look at it. You know, scared in what way? Well, um, like I, like for their physical safety or mm, doubtful. They just you know that these people need to be put down in some manner, and they're not exactly sure how it needs to be done. These people, meaning the activists, need the, to be right. put in their place. That kind some, of thing. Somehow, I mean, that's that's essentially you know they they're coming in here disturbing things. Uh, well, they things wanted to put me in the jail cell. They yeah. tried that things weren't disturbing disturbed before they came and now they you know things must mm-hmm. be back to the way they were before because i liked it better that way it ain't and, going back no it's not they can put more they can put more activists in jail they certainly have the power to do that they at this point have plenty of armed men who have vans and handcuffs and they have the jail and they will put them in there there's no doubt about that they're going to try to crack down on some of the activists to show how strong they are it's going to be like the hydra if they try that we're cut one head off and three will grow in its place that's exactly the case, because when they put me in that jail cell for that weekend, the activists called and they and they emailed and they got in touch with these government bureaucrats and they let them know their displeasure. It encouraged more people to move here to Keene specifically as a result of that. More people were probably encouraged to move to New Hampshire in general as a result of that. It's the same thing that happened when they put Lauren Canario and Russell Canning and, and these other activists that have also gone to jail for civil disobedience here in New Hampshire. Every time they put an activist in jail, it just gives us more. I mean, of course, there's a process beforehand where the court trials and things like that, the activists get out and they, they, they show up at those things. We had 25 people at the last trial. and it's 27. Been a, it's, thank you. It's been a consistent few dozen people that have been showing up to these things now, whereas a year ago it would have been maybe five, ten people. So we're seeing significant growth within just a year's period of time. We're going to see more growth coming soon. This is not happening anywhere else. And it's just so exciting. You can exciting. see them sweating. You can see them sweating. Yep. They see this trend. They see this snowball effect happening, and uh, and 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 we're 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 difficult targets because we're not being violent. We're right. not. We're not. You know, we are just. We're being very peaceful. And uh, but it's rattling them and their solution. Not only are we peaceful, but we're also persuasive. I mean, we're friendly. We're peaceful and friendly and people can talk to us and we can explain ourselves and and the positions are unassailable. I mean, the liberty, the liberty position and that that is that you do not aggress against your neighbor. 
that we're against aggression, we're for honoring our contracts and not for harming our and against harming our neighbors and aggressing against our neighbors. It's the most sensible, logical, loving, caring, humane position to be coming from. And the more we can repeat it, the more we can put it out there in newsprint and in television form and in radio form and in blog form, the more we can put it in front of people's eyes and ears, the more likely they're going to realize that Wow, these liberty guys are on to something. There must, there's really something to this here. And look, there's more of them this year. Wow, I mean, look at what they're doing. As an example of something else that's going on here, this is, again, another great form of activism that I've never even... I mean, it's, it's been done in the past, but not to this extent. So Lauren Canario, who is one of the, I thought, what, say, the, the leading activists in the state, came up with this brilliant idea, which isn't really so original at its core, and that is to go around and feed money into people's expired parking meters. Now, there are people who have done this in other cities in the past, but it's usually just a one-man band operation. It's usually some guy who just wants to do somebody some favors, and he goes downtown and puts I thought it was Robin Hood doing that. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was Robin Hood. But anybody Robin who goes to the... the Lauren's been very, very um, you know, she's kind of talked about integral. this. Integral. Yeah. Well, Lauren was... Uh, if you go to the Freaking Forum, you can obviously figure out who it is. It's it's no <laughs> secret who Robin Hood is. So I apologize to Lauren if I wasn't supposed to uh, to let that cat out of the bag, but it's not exactly a secret. So anyway, they uh, this has been done before, right? There have been people that have gone around to parking meters and put money in it before. But now it's a campaign. Now mm-hmm. it's a group form of activism. She started and it really this. isn't, Lauren. I mean, it's a lot of people. That's it, correct. It's, it's, there who are, knows? There are like four or five people that have, that have gone out there and done this at this point. They, and they do it together. So what happens is once a week now in Keene, they get together before they tape Free Minds TV. They get together at 4 o'clock in downtown Keene, and they hit the entirety of downtown. And they just walk, because it's not very long, you, they just walk the downtown Main Street, and they eyeball, and they split up, they go across the street. You were out, you were out for one of these, weren't you? I, I, I showed up to one, and they left early that one day. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> so I went out for one I of them. But I did put some money in someone's, in someone's meter. I didn't have the envelope with me to put. And that's one of the other things that's different about this. So they're going down the street, they're eyeballing the meters, they're looking for the ones that are expired, or maybe within a few minutes, like two or three minutes, or five minutes of expiring. And they'll go up, and they'll, they'll pump a few nickels in there and give somebody another half an hour. Um, so essentially saving people from getting parking tickets, because let me tell you, the Keene police have a very, uh, you know, sharkish woman that's going around looking for people. They have a couple. And, yeah, so they they do a good job of giving people tickets, but if the mar- the meters are not expired, they can't give out a ticket. So they're saving people money by doing this, and they're going down the street. When they go to when they find a car that's at an expired meter, they have this envelope that they put on the the car, and it essentially says. Well, in, in fact, there's, an, there's a news article about this. This is getting coverage now. The local newspaper has covered this story, so let me share that with you. It's from the Keene Sentinel. Locals calling themselves modern-day Robin Hoods are taking to the streets of Keene to save drivers from city parking fines. White envelopes from the Robin Hood parking meter fund began appearing on vehicle windshields in mid-February. An accompanying note reads, Dear motorist, you have crossed paths with Robin Hood. Your parking meter ran out of time, but my merry men remedied the situation with additional coins. May your future travels be uninterrupted by the crown of Keene and his many sheriffs. <laughs> Internet postings indicate that members of the Free State Movement are behind the effort to save drivers from potential parking fines. 
People shouldn't be driven out of downtown by the parking fines. They just want to buy things and enjoy themselves. I say we let them. One blogger identified as Robin Hood of Cheshire Forest wrote, I'm hoping to make downtown as friendly to motorists as the big franchise stores on the edge of town by enforcing Ticketless Tuesdays. Instead of paying a $5 fine to the city of Keene, people are asked to donate $3 to the Robin Hood Parking Meter Fund. Donations are not required, however. They went to the Keene police to get a comment on this story, by the way, because people were wondering, is this illegal? In some cities, it is. In some cities, it is a crime to feed someone else's meter. Now, I doubt it being illegal would stop Robin Hood and his merry men from uh, from going out and doing this in Keene. But according to the police lieutenant, it uh, he says he doesn't think it's a violation of the law if someone pays for your meter. So, that's a little bit of good news, right? You're right. It wouldn't stop the merry men. No, it certainly would not. <laughs> that's good PR, and that's the kind of thing we need. That is great PR. In fact, uh, it has resulted in contributions. People have taken those envelopes, which are, by the way, pre-stamped for convenience, pre-addressed, and they've dropped, since they know they saved five bucks because the meter was expired, they send a few bucks over to the the, Keen, uh, the Robin Hood people. As they should. And from what I understand, it's turned into a self-sustaining thing. Like, it's paying for itself and maybe even making a little bit of money. Well, I mean, if it makes money, then you can just go out and do it more. So that's, that's, what what that's what we should do. And I, I think as we get more activists here, and also as we get locals interested in the project, we might be able to start doing it more often. That now, would be great. Is that sabotage, Mark? No. No? Okay. Is, is it gumming up the Did works? Did anybody get hurt? Did anything sabotage get does not it does not entail people getting hurt. Sabotage uh, has uh, very well sounds like things being broken or people being hurt. To you, it I'm sure it does. I'm, I'm sure it sounds <laughs> that way to most people. I'm just asking you if that's sabotage because they're gumming nope. up the works of the state, right? I mean, that's is it gumming up the works of the state, but to go out and do those? It things? is. But you say that's good PR in this case. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, great news here as the activism just continues to burge and continues to get more uh, impressive. We've got a, a, do- a couple dozen people now coming out on a weekly basis just to hang out with one another here in Keene for the most part. And uh, I'm loving movie nights on Tuesdays. Yeah, that's something else that's going on. If you look at the calendar at freekeen.com, it's really starting to fill out. It used to just be social Sundays once a week and then calling the local radio show on Saturday mornings. It used to be all that was on the calendar. And now there's things going on on Tuesdays. And there's other things that are being added in there, and it's really turning into something's happening here. All right, we're done for tonight. It's been Ian here with you. And Dale. And Mark. You can ke- uh, catch up on the latest over at freekeen.com. That's our blog site uh, filled with all kinds of interesting stuff. And more Free Talk Live coming up tomorrow night. Join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com and see Dale's comic strip, anarchyinyourhead.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.